You're on the air. You're live. Uh-uh. Yeah, you're live with Huff and Stapes. Can you believe it? And Jackie. Well, I told my mom on my drive home about what you were saying, about how you think Clinton's going to pull her aside and ask her. For your hand in marriage. Yeah, and she goes, oh, well, if he asks, I'm saying no. <laughs> Joe's table again. <laughs> Joe, you'll be here for one more episode before we have to go away for a week. I right? shall not. You shall not. Okay, this is the last time you hear from Joe Stapleton for two weeks. And then three weeks. Three weeks. Okay. Three well, weeks. the week we have off, and then two weeks after. Love the Radio Show on the Toad Hop Network. Give us a call, 888-520-4374. Joe Stapleton is back in studio. I just gave you a slow clap because that intro was so well put together. I feel like I, I didn't miss a thing. You're all cut up. <laughs> it was like previously on The Wire. Boom. I know who all Everything. the different black people are now. <laughs> you can, you can deserve you know, all the black That's people. That's right. So thank you for that. I feel like I haven't, I haven't missed a beat. It's kind of like the end of the first. Spoiler alert. Cover your earmuff it if you don't want to know this. It's kind of like the end of the first season of The Wire with Omar right now with you. You just walked up and put a gun to everyone's head and you're like, Stapes taking over. I'm going to clap before Scott even gets to talk. <laughs> Omar back. I have to make my impression. Make it felt. Back from Europe, Joe Stapleton, Jackie Bray in studio, of course, tonight. As always, Jackie Bray, one of the people who actually shows up week in and week out on the show. Thank you, Jackie. Wow. It's good to see you. Oh, I get okay. a thank you. Hold you on. Get a thank you. Let's keep thank track. You. Mm, right. I got a Sharpie. Get a sharpie, okay? What are we doing? Passive notes. aggressive. One, me- I'm pissed tonight. <laughs> I'm not gone. in a good mood. I'm really, I'm in a mm-hmm. shitty mood. Mm-hmm. I'm in a shitty because mood. Because oh. of me being back? No, because my you dad died a could... couple months ago. That was actually what are I was going to say. Are yeah. we still using no. that? Yeah, I'm not using it as an excuse. Just to, I've been. It's yeah, Jackie. Oh, me, me. Hold Jackie. On. Are you just no, doing like, that? No, I'm I being serious. No, no, it's not a pity laugh. I've just been. It's not. You shouldn't laugh at it. I've just been. It's been one of those things. I just because my dad died. I was pissed off. I went home this week. It was the first week that I've been home and like my dad's room. Is kind of feeling like a little empty when I was home this weekend, and I just got pissed. I was like, "Fuck, oh. I have to die." God damn it! You know what I mean? So, I, yeah, I'm a little upset tonight, and I feel like it's going to come out, and it's good because people have been missing Angry Huff, and he's back. Oh my god, the show's so, so mad, so funny. It's so funny oh, already from Angry Huff. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, God! Yeah, ah, right. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just hate God. What can I say? Call the show triple eight five two zero four three seven four. So you. You still think there's a God? <laughs> Even after all this? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. not really. No, I know. But it's good to have you back, buddy. I was tweeting about it Thanks. earlier. I said, hey, you know, uh, the homie Stapes is going to be back. You missed a big... You can't uh, have your dad back, but you can I have can't, I can have Stapes back. <laughs> as long as he survives the flights, I'll always have Stapes back. That's right. Wait, why would you Why would you say something like that? What? You surviving the flight? Yeah. Why would that even, you know... Cross my mind? Yeah. I don't know. You yeah, know, I worry. I worry now when when worry. people who I care about go away. Worry is it wishing, Scott? <laughs> what are you talking about? Come on, I never. I would never wish something like that. I got so freaked out. I flew again for the fifth time across the country in five weeks. So technically, you've flown more miles in the last five weeks than I have. And I went to London. And, and you went to Europe. Yeah, <laughs> I have to fly back to Boca for everything. It was right. my mother-in-law's 60th birthday. I had to be there for the surprise party. It was your mother-in-law's? Mother-in-law, yeah. I thought it was your mother's. I would have given you that a was way my harder real time. mom. I would have given you a way harder time. No, not it. real mom. Wow. Mom-in-law, yeah. Just legally. Legally, you're my like, mother, like, but you're not my mother. It's Scott's mom's birthday. Scott's dad just died. I can't give him a hard time. Yep. 
Nope. Mother-in-law. Especially when he said, I, f- I flew back east for a birthday. Yeah, it was my mother-in-law's birthday. They, you know what it was, Jackie? They wouldn't have been able to get the candles out without him. They needed <laughs> that one big <laughs> extra puff of air from Scott to blow out those the huff puff? 60 candles. You know, the thing is, so you know, I'm using their birthdays. <laughs> don't even don't even get me started on the Jews. I got so anti. <laughs> a couple things about the flight back. So I flew across the country and back again for the fifth time in five weeks, which if I look like shit on camera, hi, everyone at home. Hi, people at home. It's because I'm flying back and forth. It's because I'm ugly. And also because I'm flying back and forth <laughs> across the country. I feel like garbage, but like they did the thing, the, the, uh, this, the is all pilot- ma- this is all material for Scott's new sitcom, by the way. Copping an altitude. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesdays this fall. I would watch it. Tuesdays on ABC. He come ba- he's come back with so much good airline material. Wait till the stand-ups get a hold of this stuff. <laughs> it's going to be obligatory people stealing our shit segment. No. the They did the move where uh, apparently they had to slow us down in the air because there was so much rain in L.A. that like the air traffic was backed up. But then they pulled this move. Have you ever seen the one where they're like... Um, what do they say to the flight attendants? Flight attendants? <laughs> attendants. What do they say to them? Uh, like seats for landing. They just say seats for landing. And then the you know it's like the jump seat. Yeah. yeah, like five minutes. You're five minutes tops yeah. away from landing. And they did the thing where they start to go down and then boom, they take you back up. Mm. That never makes me comfortable. It always freaks me out. I can understand that. I like to give you a hard time on the planes. I think you're a bit of a wuss, but, uh, I, I can understand that is a sort of like, why, why aren't we landing? Why are we going back up in the air? Oh, we want to yeah. be down. We want to be right. on the ground part. Up we here is seats further, for landing, and then up here is further away from down there, which and, is bad. And that was the move. And then all of a sudden, and this is the thing that sucks about Virgin is that they have like the thing where you can center the plane and see exactly where you are. Like you know when you're over specifically yeah. Covina or whatever when you're right. on Virgin, you can center it and they'll show you exactly. You're like, oh, we're above the Walmart in Covina. You can hear the subwoofers <laughs> a lot of the time too. <laughs> They took us out over the ocean. I'm like, why the fuck are we just out over oh, the ocean? Creepy. Then all of a sudden we're by Malibu. And I'm like, we're, there's clearly no airport here that like commercial <laughs> jets land at. Right. There's no way we're supposed to be here. And they're not announcing it. Like the, the, this particular pilot wouldn't shut the fuck up from the second we got on the plane. Everything we knew maybe about everything use, going on. Maybe we're going to use Mel Gibson's church's helipad. <laughs> we're going to just land there. And then you're all immediately indoctrinated. That's right. Into his religion. You're all Catholic. So he doesn't say anything all of a sudden. I'm like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Why would we? And I don't hear the landing gear go down. You know that horrible sound of the landing gear where you're like, just you're please like the get guy to the in the movie that's like putting all the pieces together. You guys, <laughs> this guy's not going how it's supposed to be. No, it's not. <laughs> it wasn't. He doesn't say anything. He would not shut, he would not stop jabbering about everything and how oh, they were slowing us down a little bit and blah, blah, blah. And it's okay, fine. Then as soon as he takes us out over the ocean and on some crazy backwards way so to get to LAX, so he doesn't say anything. If you detonate, you don't hurt anyone. I'm trying to bring out over the ocean. Exactly. I feel like they should, if you're going to talk like that, you should at some point let us know, like, I, I took you an extra 25 miles because we can't land yet or whatever, but we're fine. Like, it's going to be all good. But he didn't say anything. So anyway, whatever. So it was, a, it was a shitty flight. But the worst part was I got anti-Semitic again. I got really? very Yeah, I got very upset. <sighs> Because I got stuck between a guy in a yarmulke and a guy reading the Torah. Now, for those of you who oh are just God. tuning in... You were like the just right Jew. I was like the just right Jew. The Goldilocks. Yeah. <laughs> this Jew is just right. Or should I... the this Jew's reading the Torah. What the fuck? This, this, this Jew's wearing a yarmulke. This Jew is just right. He's keeping his Jewiness to himself. <laughs> Wouldn't it be like, he only got, he got this fair very reasonably. Yeah. But you wouldn't know what to look at him. You wouldn't know what to look at him. It would be like uh, Goldfarb Elox, L-O-X. 
<laughs> so I have, but of course, the guy next to me in the yarmulke is like the most annoying traveler in the world. He gets on, and there's clearly no overhead space left. And he's another one of these guys who insists on carrying on. I don't know what he's got. He's got a thousand oh, more yarmulkes and his fucking giant the oversized giant, suitcase. It, it's like people feel like they're getting away with something by not checking a bag. Well, obviously, he doesn't want to pay the 25 <laughs> bucks on Virgin to check the bag, as he is the Papa Bear of the Goldie right, Jew, whatever you right. call it, Gold Carby Locks. <laughs> so anyway, he's like, God can make that joke. I can't. He's running back and forth. And he's like, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. And he sounds almost exactly like that. I'm just like, <laughs> I just, in my head, you know what I mean? In my head, I'm just like, you fucking Jewish bastard. And I'm Jewish. And then right. the woman next to me, same thing. She smelled like a full diaper. She did, a full diaper. And she's reading the Torah on the plane. I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? They're not even related to each other. They didn't communicate with one another. <laughs> they have nothing to do with one another. I got a guy in a yarmulke, and, and you know, and, and a woman reading the Torah. And that's when it becomes like, there's nothing you can do but call out those things about them. Like, I'm, you have I'm to hate so, that thing about them. Absolutely. Because they're doing it right in front of you. I'm like a really nice you know? person, I think. Maybe not. But... When I get mad at someone, I will mentally sweep the legs immediately. Like, whatever it is about you, I'll be like, you fat, and then whatever color you are, and then whatever, yeah. Whatever color. That's exactly what happens in my head. Like, the second I'm mad at you, like, it's just, it's all out. It's like, press the red button, drop every nuke I have. That was that was what I was like, like fuck, really? The Torah? Fucking Jewish exactly. bitch. Like serious reading. <laughs> It was just ridiculous. Air, flight? What's that? Yeah, the Torah. That's, that's and really she had the bullshit Torah too. It was half in Hebrew and half in English. You know she can't oh, read a word of the Hebrew. So was she reading it left to right? Or right she to was. Left? She was reading it right to left, which Even is the, the right English way. Part? Even the yeah, it's weird. I <laughs> I remember that from whatever. But it's just like I got so anti-Semitic again. And some of you who are listening, you know, listeners from the old show know that when it comes to the parking in my neighborhood, there's a temple by us. I get crazily oh, anti-Semitic. Mm. I get so nuts. But it, it made me very upset. But anyway, whatever. I'm back. And I just I want to point out one other thing about Virgin, if I can. Virgin's bells and whistles, they're not happening. Give up the chat feature. You know how many times I've tried to start a it's chat? Such a, it's such a bummer. It's such so a shitty. Bummer. You're it's like, like, hey, you can chat with other people <laughs> on the plane? This is awesome. Beep, bop, boop, bop, beep. And then two seconds later, disappointment. Yeah. No one ever answers. No one wants to be part of the well, party. Why would you want to talk to other people? Because you're on this plane that's supposed to be awesome and kind of like a club. You can order no. absinthe on this plane and you can talk to other people at yeah. their seats. So I'm like, yo, what's up, 13C? Never joins the chat. How <laughs> do they not say like I'm not interested in speaking to you? They don't even pick up the. They probably don't even know what's happening. What Scott they don't I'm, know that they can join a chat no, room. Scott I and I like flew that. Virgin once together, which I have to say is probably the most fun I've ever had on an airplane because we're going to a friend's funeral. By the way, we had a fucking blast on this flight. Yeah, we really made the best of our 21 year old friend dying. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, Scott and I are on the plane, and what I would like be Scott would be pinging people. He'd like ping like 13C, and then I'd get up and be like, Yo. <laughs> 13C, what's your deal? Look at your screen. Look at it. You're on an airplane. There's nothing else to do. Look at your screen. And they wouldn't do it. No. No one was interested. No one would even make eye contact. The bells and are such bullshit. So, Scott and I, you know what we did? Chatted with each other. <laughs> yeah. Back and forth. And, oh, and we also used the, uh, they have like a, a backlog of uh, MP3s. They have like a library. And we tried to see who could make the most annoying mix. And <laughs> both of us somehow had six songs from the Alvin and the Chipmunks sing the pop songs, whatever. <laughs> we both had uh, all the single ladies by Alvin and the Chipmunks. So it's like, oh, nice. Oh, it's very, very annoying. That was too real. That was yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah, do it again. You want me to do, uh, you want me to do the Chipmunks doing Snoop Dogg? Sure. Doing Marky Mark? No, I don't want to do that. Can you do I, the chipmunks doing like a chipmunk song, like a like a Kanye song? Like a, yeah, I was gonna say I appreciate you being here. Hold on, I pre- yeah, I almost uh, come on. Joe almost, almost didn't, didn't come tonight. 
Because he had tickets to watch the throne. Yeah, you are. You are an idiot. I have a theory on this. Before you even start, okay, (laughs) let me let me do this because I'm upset. Let me take my jacket off because I think Joe Stapleton. Okay, there were three nights that Jay Z and Kanye West were coming to Los Angeles to do the Watch Mm -hmm. the Throne tour at the Staples Center. Three nights. Yeah. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Word. This fucking guy buys a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars worth of tickets to the Tuesday night show. Yeah. And here's my theory. You just love to be a martyr. <laughs> you wanted a situation where you could go, man, I had to give up a thousand dollars in concert tickets to be here for this lowly podcast. And everyone just welcomes you back like a fucking hero because you didn't go do the more fun thing. And in fact, I encouraged him to just go. I'm like, just go to the show. I don't want to listen to all the antics and all the shit <laughs> that has to go down for you to make it. You should just fucking make it. Just make it. And instead, he made a whole, it's a whole thing, right? It was like a whole thing a whole for you thing. to get rid of the ticket. $1,000? Would you well, not think would, to go to the Sunday? Or did you not think to go to the Sunday or Monday okay, show? Okay, here's the deal. It was like a spur of the moment thing, and I was like, "Oh my God, there's seats available for this show. This can't be lasting very long." Jay Z and Kanye West. I should buy these tickets right now. Like, not even think about it. Right. Mistake number one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then I was like, "What are the odds?" I, I never in a million years thought that it would be on a Tuesday night, and I didn't realize it was the, uh, like a third show that they had just added because the first two sold out. It was like a bunch of shit I did not realize. And I thought, no matter what, it's Jay Z and Kanye West. Like, if I can't use the tickets, I should be. I'll make right, money get rid on of this. Them. Yeah. I'll make money on this. This is an investment, right? Because I did this with being an idiot. Might before. work out this time. Exactly, it could be an investment. I got nothing but time on my hands. Selling these tickets won't be a problem. No, that's how Warren Buffett buys stocks. He just goes, ah, I'll just buy them. I'm an yeah. idiot, and then eventually I'll make money off of it. <laughs> So, and then, of course, it's Mm -hmm. on a Tuesday night, and of course, like, the economy sucks, and no one can afford $250 (laughs) concert tickets. Of course not. No. Um, And everyone's like, yeah, that sounds awesome. And I'm like, all right, they're $250 a piece. And they're like, no. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, here's what I had to do. Why did you want to go to Jay-Z and Kanye? I'm a huge Jay-Z, Kanye fan. I love that song, the 99 Problems song. I love that one. Yep. I love uh, the... um, The one where she takes your money? uh, Gold Digger. Yeah, that one. I like that one, too. What? No, seriously. What the hell? So I... $1,000 worth of Jay-Z and Kanye tickets from a guy... Hold on. From a guy who, when I would like play rap on the breaks during the old show, you'd be like, oh, all Huff does is play rap. $1,000. Okay. It was eleven hundred. First of all, eleven hundred. Eleven hundred dollars on Jay Z and Kanye That's from the biggest Jay Z and Kanye fan. Okay, I only wanted to use two of the tickets. First of all, <laughs> all right. Why don't you just buy two tickets? I thought it would be a fun thing at the end of the year for me to like take a couple of friends as like Christmas presents. We all go over a fun night out. A I very no Jay Z and Kanye Christmas. I had no idea it was gonna be on a Tuesday night and no one's gonna fucking want to go. Okay. That shit crap. That shit, cray. Don't that even get me started on that song. I'll get to that. <laughs> so I found a guy on Craigslist that was willing to trade me two tickets. It was on Craigslist, actually. Craigslist. That shit, Craigslist. That shit, Craigslist. That, um, that was the only reason they bought him. It was on Craigslist. Word. Yeah. Uh, nerdy white dude who said, yes, I'll trade with you, but I want $100 cash. What? And I was like, "Wow." okay, at this point, I'm risking 100 to save, at least see the show. To save 1100 right. That's a no-brainer. So I trade with him and go see the show. So now I'm in for 1200 Go see the show last night. The show... Now, the reason I wanted to go, you asked me why would I want to go, I think that Jay-Z and Kanye West are iconic performers mm-hmm. and that there's, they should be seen... They're like, like seeing Elton John or the Rolling Stones or like even... Um, what's the guy's name? Garth Brooks. 
Even right. if you're not fans oh, of that I genre, would totally go to a Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks concert. See, even if you're not like huge fans, I think they're like really important people in the history of entertainment and music. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go see it to be a part of that. Oh, okay. Now, here's the deal. So the <laughs> the show starts. You know that they, 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 they'll retire like five more times and come back with other groups that involve each other for the next 20 years. And you'll have another shot to see them. I'm just, it's not like your last shot to see Jay-Z and Kanye. Right. Well, I, I don't ever need to see them again now, so I'm good. Okay, I good do now. genuinely like Jay-Z. Kanye mm-hmm. could take him or leave him, but like, they're both super talented dudes. And I was like, this. Right. So the, uh, the show starts and I, I turn around and I ask the guy behind me like, Hey, who is that? I'm like, that's definitely not Jay-Z. And the guy is so, he goes, what? I go, who is that on stage? The guy's like, I'm, who is that on stage? It's Kanye West. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My seats were so close. It's oh, not that no. I was like sitting really far away. I just, I was like, that's definitely not Jay-Z. The dude was so irritated. I had no idea who Kanye even was. You had a 50-50 shot. <laughs> and no, I thought it was an opener. It. I thought it was like an opening act. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like bananas. The two iconic performers that he just had yeah. to have $1,100 worth of tickets for. <laughs> I'm sorry, who's that? Who's that African-American Jeez. gentleman? Is he the hype man? There I hear they have hype men at these things. There were a couple of awkward moments during the show. One is when Jay-Z asked half the crowd to say Jigga what, and the other half to say Jigga who. I did not feel comfortable participating you in, thought the, you were gonna slip up? in the Jigga what who debate. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little too close of a word for me. So even though he said get involved, I wasn't. I didn't want to weigh in on that one. Okay. Play it safe. And then for their encore, uh, here's the thing. Here's what actually ruined the show for me. Sorry anyone's seeing it tonight because you're going to be even worse off. For their encore, their ending, they play this song called Blanks in Paris. N-Words in Paris. N-Words in Paris. African-American gentleman in Paris. N-Words in Paris. And uh, they played it like three or four times. And right as they were playing it, uh, my friend Rossman, who works in the music business, like how many times have they played N-Words in Paris so far? I'm like, oh my God, how'd you know that? He goes, well, they... They're going to play it f- like five times. What? Well, they didn't play it five times. They played it seven times because that's how many times they had played it the night before. They're, and they're like, we got to break the record. We got to break the record. So then they played it. The record. That the they have complete n- control yes, over setting. Exactly. We got to break the record. And, and there's, there's no one impeding. Hold on. There's no one impeding them from breaking this record also, right. by the way. They can break this record and set it with impunity. Whenever the that's fuck right. they want. They can do it. That's right. As many times. They it's can actually a, have you walk in and then do it 25 times. It's a record that you and Jackie would have a very hard time trying to break. <laughs> <laughs> that they would have a very easy time huh. breaking. So, know. yes. So uh, so they play it like two more times. And then eventually a Jay-Z loses track of how many times they've played it and actually plays it one more than they really needed to. So they played that song 10 times, ten times. in a row to close out the night. And... Every time it started up again, some people would go crazy, would go cray. We go cray. That shit cray, by the way, is the, <laughs> the line from the song. Right. They would go cray, whereas other people would leave. It has to be. <laughs> it, and the thing is, I wouldn't, one or the other. I wouldn't leave. My date was like, yeah, I, I, if you want to go, it's okay with me. And I did really want to go, but I was like, I paid so much for these tickets. If at the, like, the very end of the night, they're like, here comes Beyonce to like, Sing a pregnant solo, <laughs> and like I missed it. I would have been so mad. I would have like never forgiven myself. But no, that's how they ended the show, playing that song ten, ten times, times in a row. So they just started it from the beginning to end, beginning to end. Yeah, well, every song ten they played times. was, I think, a little bit shorter than the radio versions during the concert. Um, so it may have been a slightly shorter Did version. Did have the, of the Will song? Ferrell things in the middle of it? And oh, words in Paris because they have like uh, no like, they have like a, sketches like, like halfway through no, yeah okay no so that makes it a little bit shorter it makes yeah. like three minutes that's yeah. still a half an hour of N words in Paris yeah 
Huh. It was really wow. brutal. And the bar, had, I, during number eight, I tried to run back to the bar. And they were mm. like, get out of here. <laughs> Can you buy Tom Petty tickets at some point? Because I'll totally take those. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So then that left me with two tickets for tonight's show. All right, still. yeah. And I tried to sell them at a loss, whatever. I couldn't get any friends to buy them, so I put them up on Craigslist today. Craigslist. For, uh, Craigslist, yeah. <laughs> um, for way less than face value. I paid 270 each for them. I put them up. So for- stupid. Well, first, the other thing was that, like, so stupid. Okay. Who, uh, We've covered way, that. Hold on. No, no, no. We've covered that. I want to know what other iconic performers. You can even get it to $270 tickets. Where Were you in a box, like a luxury box or something? Or we're no? on Premier, Premier level, which is where all the luxury boxes are, but they have small sections of seats all in right. between them. That's like somewhat, because it's just like, I can't even imagine. That's like when you scalp a ticket to an iconic performer. It's 270 Yeah. That's a lot of money for a face value the ticket. Eagles get like 500 I think. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so I put it, I put something up on Craigslist and I had just the most irritating responses from people. There was a guy who said, what was it? I, I got to get the wording right. Even the one you sent to me? Yeah. Oh, he said, I can take them off. Your, I, I can take them at $310 for both. I can take them at 300 for both is what it was. Right. I can take, yeah. I can, I can, I can, I can take, take them. them. Oh, can you? Doing you can you favorite? really? Can you take them? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Oh, I love the best part about the guy's email was, and you can't really translate this unless you say it out loud on air, was that he had an exclamation point afterward. And I said to Joe, shouldn't that have a question mark or maybe two question marks and then like a picture of him begging you for the fucking tickets? Yeah. What do you mean? I can, I can take them for 300 You, It's your lucky day. I can, take them. I can take them for fucking $250 less than you paid for them. Because he's helping you out. Yeah, so he's much. really he's he's helping you out. He's doing you a huge solid. So what I, a bunch of assholes! I had a bunch of people, a bunch of people, all lowball me on tickets. I was already taking a huge loss, one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. I was just eating straight up, and I had a bunch of people offer to take them off my hands for less than that. I had no issue, by the way, selling them for exactly what I what I was asking, which is four hundred cash. People are lucky to get face value tickets, and they're still like bargain hunting. And and I can take them from you for three hundred. Why doesn't anyone just pay what shit is worth? Just this guy, I mean, what? I don't understand it. Like right. This guy is saying to you, I bought these tickets. I don't need them anymore, but I'm going to sell them to you at face value. I'm not going to try to gouge you. I'm not going to stand outside the fucking arena and try to rip people off. Just give me what I'm asking for, right. and we'll call it a day. Just let me just break straight even up, on it. Yeah. Whatever. You know? And then they still have to give you, like, everyone's got to try to get a deal. It's so, it's I mean. It's brutal. It's, it's the worst. It's like people that ha- haggle at like garage sales for stuff that they know is worth tons of money. <laughs> Are they, did you run across a lot of garage sales was actually shit worth anything? I would haggle a garage sale because most people's shit is worthless after they buy it. That's what you don't understand. Is it, is Here's an 99% example, Scott. of items you buy are worthless the minute you purchase them. Here's an them. example. I to a, everyone but you. I had a garage sale one time, and um, this guy shows up, and I had this uh, one of a, not one of a kind, but like rare Arrested Development Emmy screener. And the guy's like, <laughs> you were selling Emmy screeners? I was like a few were you of selling them? them? No, I was just trying to get rid of them. It was from years ago, too. It was, I'm pretty them. sure that's illegal to even Whatever. give them to anyone else. People in L.A., <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. It was an episode of the show. Okay, I mean, it wasn't it. like anything that was like sensitive material. Um, so the guy's like, how much do you want for this? And I said, a dollar. And he said, a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> what? Really? And then I That's feel like you snap the disc in right. half. You snap it in half in front of him, and you go, no. 
That's kind of, no, no. That's kind of what I wanted to do with the tickets was call up one of these people who offered me like less and then light them on fire on the show <laughs> and have them watch. <laughs> See, that's the, it's just something about burning stuff though that makes it so much more aggressive. Like if you burnt that DVD and waited for it to melt, <laughs> it's so much more aggressive to burn something in someone's face. I feel like it would have been fine to bring them in and like we could all hold the tickets and like pass them around and know what it would have felt like to maybe scan them at the front door of Staples Center. But if you burn them, it's immediately it's like almost illegal if you burn stuff. It's usually. like it's. It <laughs> automatically associates me with the KKK. Yeah, somehow. You're burning something. Yep. yep. It's like burning the flag. It might as well be a flag or a cross. Yep. Once you start burning shit. I don't know. I just, I was so fired up reading those emails. Because I, I, I had a similar situation where I bought 10, I don't know why, Cold War Kids tickets and then couldn't use any of them. And, and I'm the idiot. Cold War Kids. You, you might be able to find 10 is. people across the country that would go to that show. They've heard of it. They want to watch, want to watch a band that has a lead piano yeah. player. You obviously didn't walk around Silver Lake with those, but. Their, their, lead, their lead is a piano. It's like lead piano well, on Cold War Kids. That one? You don't know, you know that song? No. Is that before I was know. born? No. No. It wasn't before you were born. Mm. It was like I needed like a pickup truck to like sell them out of the back of, like to try to find enough people <laughs> who wanted it and solicit. And it was like a whole thing where, again, you got to like. You got to deal with all these people who are trying to lowball you, and then they're worried about well, the authenticity of the tickets, and it's just a whole thing. It's a fucking pain in the ass to get rid of tickets. But like I said, Craigslist is only good for murder, rape, and concert tickets. Those are the only <laughs> three things you can do on Craigslist to this day. I've had good luck selling. I, I sold uh, other tickets for a slight profit one time. Well, for good like twenty five dollars more than what I paid for them, and I sold ten of them though. So that I almost covers the thing like you don't care about. Twenty bucks on hockey tickets once. Yeah, that I sold. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I don't really believe in scalping, but I do believe that if you're like gonna, if someone's willing to pay a little bit more than face value, everybody wins. You make a couple of bucks, they get tickets that they want. Ugh, scalpers are disgusting. Get out of here! If you're gonna charge racist, like twenty dollars, racist child child molesters, scalpers. Yeah. That's it. Seriously, no scalpers don't they, the worst. Like, have to hold up signs that say "Got tickets now" instead of just being like I don't know. I keep seeing them at baseball games. They have to hold. They up, have to hold up a sign to identify like, oh, themselves like, to be arrested. And then they then they ask you, "Do you ha- do you have tickets?" And then that's supposed to be like the code. Huh? Because they can't just know. be like, "I got tickets." Oh yeah, scalping is. Sort of illegal. I don't know what the what the deal is. Is it illegal? If you're a registered broker, I think in California you can charge whatever the fuck you oh, want. God, which is so stupid. It's disgusting. I <laughs> should tell. I, I'll tell the story. Not today, but at some point I'll tell the story about when I saw like the back end web program that people use to purchase tickets from scalpers, or what the scalpers use to let people know, like corporate people know that they have tickets, and how much you get charged versus the amount that they actually have them up for before the brokers buy them. Like people who are trying to sell tickets. It's insane. You're it, you're getting ripped off more than you even know. Really? Like, more, like hundreds of times more in certain spots. It's it's ridiculous. All right, call the show. 888-520-4374 is our telephone number. Us at HuffinStapes.com is the email. Follow us at HuffStapes. And don't forget to follow the Toad Hop Network. They're the ones who make this all possible at Toad Hop Network. Facebook.com slash Toad Hop Network. And speaking of that, Joe Stapleton has to fill us in on his night with Toad Hop last week in Live Huntington show. Beach. A live show, and Jackie Bray has the news, and we're doing MFers of Invention. Inventions that only benefit the inventor. Call them in, 888-520-4374. Jam-packed show, coming back right after this on the Huff and Staves radio program. You're listening to Huff and Staves. We're going to skate to one song, one song only. <laughs>
What's 50 grand to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? Ball so hard, this shit crazy. Y'all don't know that don't shit fade. And that's the go. Oh, for 82, when I look at you like this shit crazy. Ball so hard, this shit weird. We ain't even pope be here. Ball so hard since we here. It's only right that we be fair. Psycho, I'm Lybo, to go Michael. Take your pick. Jackson, Tyson, Jordan. Game six, ball so hard, got a broke clock, rollies that don't tick tock, all the Mars that's losing time, hitting behind all these big rocks, ball so hard, I'm shocked too, I'm supposed to be locked up too, you escape but I escape, you be in Paris getting fucked up too, ball so hard, let's get faded, libraries for like six days, gold bottles, soul models, still an ace on my sick days, ball so hard, bitch behave, just might let you meet gay, shot towns, B-Rolls, moving the next, BK, ball so hard, motherfuckers wanna find that shit crack. That shit crack. That shit crack. so hard, motherfuckers wanna find me. That shit crack. That shit crack. That shit crack. She said, yeah, can we get married at the mall? I said, look, you need to crawl for your bar. Come and meet me in the bathroom style. And show me why you deserve to have it all. Ball so hard. That she crack. That she crack. Ain't it, Jay? Ball so hard. What she order? What she order? Fish filet. Ball so hard. Yo, whip so cold. Whip so cold. This whole thing. Ball so hard. Act like you ever be around motherfuckers like this again. Who's your girl? Grab her hand. Fuck that bitch, you don't wanna dance. She's my friends, but I'm in friends. <laughs> I'm just saying. Prince Williams ain't do it right if you ask. Me, Cause I was him, I would've Mary Kay and Ashley Was Gucci my nigga? Was Louie my killer? Was drugs my dealer? Was that jacket Marjilla? Doctors say I'm the illest Cause I'm Do you know every word of this song now? No You don't? No Ten times yeah. Kanye gave all the white people special dispensation to say the N-word Did you really? Yeah No, come on, yeah. really? He said black people, you gotta let the white people go on this one <laughs> gotta let the white people go on this some, I don't know. He said, let, let them have a freebie or something. I don't know, something. Really? Yeah. I didn't even notice that the N-word was used there. Did, did he use it? It was for one of the songs he said. I don't even know. But the song is called... You would N-words. think the one with N-words in Paris would, would be the one there, he yeah. would let it you. It might not yeah. have been that one. There are shameless promoters, too, by the way. Several times mentioned to download the album. Like, make sure you go out and buy the album. You're not Isn't selling that it what up? they're supposed to do? I don't know. For 250 bucks a ticket, they should give everyone a copy of the album. You need, another, you need another ten. Tickets. You need another ten bucks out of me. Mm. There weren't cheaper tickets actually. For you bought twenty-seven show. albums I by going there. I bought several <laughs> albums. Yeah, terrible, terrible uh, promoters. Mm. Shameless. Boy, I mean. boy. Uh, we got a couple phone calls that we should get to at some point. But I don't know. Eli in Minneapolis was such a fucking pest last week on the show <laughs> that I don't know if I can bring him on. He's like, and now he's tweeting at us saying it's a quick bit. I promise. Uh, it's your <laughs> bit, Joe. Should I let him on or not? I guess, but the, you, here, let's take a, a bet to see if I even remember what bit. Because people love doing this to me, where they're like, Jay, remember this thing? And I was like, who said that? What is that? Oh, look, it better be good, or you might be cruising <laughs> for a lifetime ban. All right, Eli in <laughs> Minneapolis, what up, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey. you guys up to? <laughs> Seriously, show? yeah, we're doing a radio show, Eli. What's up? That's cool. I just got done uh, the kind of just laying around all day, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're done Let's with that. Fit. This bit, Joe, I guarantee you remember it. Okay. Remember the movie pitch idea that you said that for, it works for any movie? Yeah. If, what if Happy Gilmore really happened? Yeah. Like, no, 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 if like, it were what, real. What if it really happened? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, you know the movie Zookeeper? Yeah. Okay, Jackie, have you seen his trailer for the latest uh, Matt Damon movie, by chance? 
we, we, um, we bought, bought a zoo. zoo. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That is zookeeper, but what if it were real? <laughs> what if it really happened? What if it really happened? You're right. Yeah. That there is it, is. it. We bought a zoo. We're getting Thank you, ripped, Eli. We're getting ripped off yeah. constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Eli, thanks for the call. There are probably other real-life... Uh, what if it happened real life versus other comparisons that could be made? Yeah, maybe. And that movie, I mean, it was based on a true story. And the guy that I work with, I work in a three-person office. It's my yeah. boss. It's me, and it's another guy. That guy produced that movie. Oh. So I got to be nice about it. Go see We Bought a Zoo. I think it opens I December heard something. I heard it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I heard Matt Damon is a tour de force. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I have not heard the same, but it was trending today on yeah. Twitter, so that's got to be good for him. I heard that it's line. the best movie ever made about buying a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and with that recommendation, go see it next week when it opens in theaters. Cameron Crowe. Very famous. Uh, oh, yeah, there. sure. If you like Almost that movie. Almost Famous and yeah. Vanilla Sky. Blah. Yeah, bleh, that movie was terrible. <laughs> that was real bad. Someone came up to me the other day and they're like, "I, you know what movie I loved? It was somebody at the uh, 60th birthday party, an older uh, Jewish lady. You know what movie I oh, saw no. the other day again that I really liked? Vanilla Sky. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I remember hating that movie in the theaters with a passion. She's like, yeah, it really. She goes, it really wasn't that good. I was like, yeah. <laughs> in my, uh, again, it was terrible. In my younger, like more volatile days when I would say things like this and not care who I offend, I used to say, Vanilla Sky is the kind of movie stupid people say they like so they can sound smart there's a lot of movies like that but that was my one like my one sentence review of I always Sky. agree with that that was like Memento same thing Memento Inception kind of counts no I don't know there it's a great movie, movies, but yeah, which I, no, Vanilla I Sky it, yeah. isn't. No, Vanilla Sky is not a good movie Yeah, but anyway We Bought a Zoo not like Vanilla, Vanilla Sky go see it next <laughs> week Joe, I want to know about this evening with uh, Toad Hop. Yeah. I was getting sort of like a play-by-play, but a very truncated play-by-play from you. On, I was uh, on my phone a lot of the text. time. Yeah, yeah. I, I went to this thing. I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know, literally had no idea what I was going to. Right. I uh, ended up being like a, a live squat cast. What was then, it called? It was called An Evening with Toad Hop or something, right? An Evening with Toad Hop, and I still don't understand the economics of it all. I think it was for charity, but there was... So there were people there who bought tickets, and they were selling beer and food, and... But uh, the awesomest part, not the awesomest part, one of the great parts, we had free everything. We had these wristbands, but we had free food. I had like 11 tacos, um, free beer. Didn't have too much to drink because it was two hours away, but um, it was an awesome setup. But the vibe there was so cool. It was, uh, everyone was like so happy to be there and we're huge fans of uh, mostly um, Heidi and Frank, but of all the shows and a lot of people, turns out they knew who I was. Um, there were girls there kind of making a big deal. I got hit on, um, got to meet some of the characters. Some of the, they have like a lot of characters that listen to the show, like Gay Anthony. Right. Yeah. Met Gay Anthony. Gay Eager Anthony. Yep. Um, I can't I'm, tell who he's more attracted to, me or you. He probably told you you if you saw me the other night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he called you hunky on our Facebook page when you were away. Talking about my penis. Um, we had, uh, <laughs> there was a, someone named Nancy that's a huge fan of their show, the Grandma Nancy, I think they call her or something. Yeah, oh yeah. She, uh, introduced herself to me. So that was, uh, that was pretty cool. There was people signing boobs and stuff. It was oh, like... Signing boobs, wow. Yeah, it was like a legitimate, like, event, like, and the people were really into it. Yeah, there's an email here from, uh, someone named Gene Kim or Jean Kim, I don't know. Gene, it's Gene, yeah. Gene, alright, I'm a new fan of Joe Stapleton. He is so handsome and friendly. I just finished listening to last week's show, my first show, actually, and I was really disappointed not to hear Joe's wonderful voice. By the way, Joe has a great karaoke singing, period. Don't know what that means. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Gene, one of the few Asian females that don't know anything about poker or grammar, sorry. Um, 
So that was yeah, cool. Yeah, Gene was there. I met Gene. Gene hit on me a little bit. That's cool. Put it, you know, I spent a little time with Gene and her friend. I think Gene's friend was a little embarrassed, but, uh. Why? Yeah. Gene liked you. I think Gene's friend was kind of rolling her eyes a little bit. She's kind of used to Gene's shit, it seemed like. Oh. You know what I like? You know what I like? I like, um, what? holding down the fort here on the show. <laughs> While Joe travels around Europe, so that uh-huh, the minute yeah. something fucking cool happens, uh, Joe can go and show up and shake hands and drink and eat 11 tacos and become <laughs> the fucking bell of the ball while I'm at a 60th birthday party in Boca and I get no fucking love. I love that. Let me tell you. And you know what's funny? You know what's the worst part about it is that I was you know, totally I was cool and stuff. And kissing babies, Scott. You know what I, mean, I was? I was someone's got to do it. You know what was really? What was cool was that Joe was giving me was involving me. Like he was giving me live update. By the way, how did you not even get invited? Did you know, know about this? Did yeah. you no, because they it? sent it to Jackie at huffstaves.com with an e at the end. What the fuck? And you couldn't tell her. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize. It, I didn't realize Thanks. until a couple days ago when I tried to sell my yeah, concert like, tickets. It was, it was in Huntington Beach. Yeah. Yeah, that's like 20 minutes for me. Yeah. Oh, You're boy. Oh, I'm sure Jeez. people wouldn't have wanted it's to see Jackie. Anyway, whatever. Look. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Joe's texting me like updates all the time. He's like, man, this shit is crazy. There's this thing's going on. Now there's karaoke. And now Heidi is like putting her legs behind her head. Or I don't even know what the <laughs> fuck is going on. And then he goes to me and then he says, I'm sorry. Or no, he's like, I just took my first non-poker famous person picture or whatever. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then the whole the first thinking- time someone other than a poker fan has asked to be in a photo with me was... uh this past right, and the whole time Saturday. I'm thinking this is great, like cool, and I'm actually not upset about it at all. I'm like, this is cool. I'm glad Joe's representing, <laughs> whatever. And then he sends me a text message that says, "I'm sorry, is this is this tilting you? Is this bothering you? Like tilting in poker terms means bothering you. So is this tilting you?" And I thought about it for a second. I was like, at first I was like, it's not tilting me at all. Like this is great. And then I was like, but the fact that you fucking <laughs> texted me is this tilting you? Like just to rub salt in the wound. Like this should probably be bothering you because I'm having all the fun as usual while you are just taking care of responsibilities as usual. I'm like you motherfucker. Yeah, it's tilting me now. I was just like, I'm gonna go to bed now. Why would you text me that? Why? Like I, I, I I'm here. It was I'm a self fulfilling prophecy, Scott. You know, I was just was. trying to be emotive. I didn't. I was trying to put myself. Is this bothering you? How awesome this is for me. No, you weren't. You weren't. You were fucking rubbing it in. You were like, this is awesome, no, and you don't get to be here. No, That's you so were. messed up. No, that's, that's 100% uh, what you were doing. True. Is this tilting it's you? Not tr- it should be. That's not what I was... No, I you understand were. why you, you might were. take it that way. No, it was a douchey not, thing to text me. It was Dude, not cool. I was trying to be emotive and be like, hey, it, I, I, all of a sudden I sent the last one, and I was like, shit, like, I'm maybe I'm just... This sounds horrible. He's like stuck in Florida. And no, I'm like, this is so I told great. you from the beginning, like, I, I, someone needs to be there to represent this show. Right. We need to and make so I was just trying to, to, to head that off at the pass and be like, hey, I'm sorry. I, I, I was so insensitive. I didn't even think about this maybe could hurt your feelings. Why would it hurt my feelings until you point out that it hurts my feelings that I don't get <laughs> well, to be I there? No, Scott. I just took a picture. I'm the most famous guy I ever. Was, it's awesome. I do whatever I want and then have all the fun. Which was fine, apparently, until I brought up the fact that it could yeah. bother you. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, wait, it should bother me. I'm, <laughs> such, I'm actually a nice enough person that I am oh, here trying, yeah, trying to make this opportunity mm. work for everyone. While you, I mean, this show would never fucking happen. Scott, you know what? But it wasn't all it wasn't all free food seriously oh is this tilting you god damn it why you could have just left that shit out and it would have been fine i'm so happy that angry huff is back it would have been totally fine made my day (laughs) okay and then i have to get this shit from gene i'm a new fan of joe stapleton exclamation point he is so handsome and friendly i kind of did win a lot of people over while i was there (laughs) joe Joe is so good at karaoke that she doesn't have to mention that he has a great karaoke singing voice she just assumes we know and says joe has a great karaoke singing 
And <laughs> <laughs> we're all just supposed to know that that means he's got a great voice. I think she meant... Thank she, you, Gene. She left out the word time. Joe has a great time singing. Joe has a great time karaoke singing? Yes. Because I do not have a great karaoke oh. singing voice. Luckily, I was about six people from the microphone. Maybe you're just that handsome that you're and voice that friendly. It's probably what it is. So it's probably like more of like an karaoke. aura, more of like a karaoke aura. Stage. Yeah, I like to think presence. of it as a stage presence. Yeah, this is pretty funny. So they 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 <laughs> signed me up to do karaoke. This is at the end, but I'll I'll cut back to the drama that we had before this. Uh-huh. They signed me up to do karaoke, and uh, they asked me like three or four times, "You sure you're coming out? You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then until I find out, I was I was with the fucking interns, and we were called the interns was the name of our band. Ew. And so we went up there. And I was like, "No, no, no! It's the interns in Stapes. <laughs> <laughs> I am not an intern. I hey, interns, is this tilting you? There's I, the interns. Well, in that's Stapes. the thing. I don't, I don't think anyone got that I was joking because no one laughed. I was like, I don't "I'm not an intern." Um. Okay. So there was some drama though, Scott. It wasn't all. Yeah. So when I got it wasn't there, all great. No, it wasn't all wasn't all boob signing and free tacos. <laughs> uh, when I got there, I was a little late. I, I felt bad. I was a little late, and I wasn't sure if it was like the Thanksgiving thing where they wanted people to come on the show. Hey and guys, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a little late. Huff's not going to come at all, but I'm a little late. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, think, I think I said that ex- my exact words. Right. Actually, yeah. Huff won't be here at all. He doesn't support the station in any way. Um, but I'm here. Actually, the guys from Squadcast came up to me during a break and said, "Oh, you missed the first half of the show." I was like, "Yes, Huff's probably not going to make it." <laughs> um, so yeah, so. So uh, I was, I, and I wanted to, I wanted to participate if that was part of the thing, and it turns out it wasn't. And so the squad cast came off stage, and then Heidi and Frank were co- were going on next. I wanted to sit front and center, so I could a listen to the show, and b like if there was an opportunity to get up there and mm-hmm. to perform and to plug our show, I wanted to do it. I, I wasn't gonna, you know, I, I was there. I'm working. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I go, there's a girl in the front row. And it looks like she's holding four, all four seats in the front row. So I got in my, I'm like, hey, are you, are you holding all these? And she's like, yeah, I am. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I always get a little irritated, but I was like, you know what? I've, I've been in that spot before. What awesome. She, this girl's been there for hours, by the way, holding these seats. What awesome fans they have. Great. I'm so happy. About 20 minutes into Heidi and Frank's show, those three seats are still empty. And so I'm like, yo. I, I go back up and I'm like, hey, do you still need to hold all these seats? And she's like, well, um, okay. I'm sorry, two of the seats are still empty. Two of the seats. And she's like, okay, but just when, when Gary comes back, you have to let Gary sit down. And I was like, okay, no problem. There's two seats. I sat on the end. And then about five minutes later, this huge drunk dude comes up to me. And he's like, hey, you stole my seat, Holmes. Boy, <laughs> boy. And I was like, okay, maybe this isn't Gary. Maybe get, you know Gary's seat is still held, and this guy, I really did steal his seat. So I get up, and I move, and the whole time I'm there, the guy still leaves the seat open that I'm in. So I'm, like, steaming. I'm, like, pissed. I'm, like, I should go back over that guy and be like, why did you boot me out of that seat if no one's going to sit in it? I'm, like, I'm like hemming and hawing. Then I start, I start zoning in on the show, on Heidi and Frank's show. Mm-hmm. And Heidi brings up this point I, I agree with. There's, like, uh, gifts that, that men hate getting. And cologne was one of them because I look at getting cologne like a girl looks at getting lingerie. It's a gift for both of you. It's not. Yeah. To, it's not. It's not that good of a gift. It's a shitty gift because it's a gift for both people. I don't want to wear cologne. You're benefiting from this more than me. So I start clapping, and I'm like, no. I just want to like participate. I want to be like a good active listener. So I start clapping, and all of a sudden it completely gets the attention of Frank, and he just stops the show. And he's like, who's clapping over there? <laughs> 
<laughs> so then he's like, oh, it's Stapes. And he gives us the plug and he makes me stand up. And, you know, I wave to the crowd and all that. I sign some more boobs. There's like, I don't know, a guy puts a $100 bill in my pocket. Um, it's But then I look like a totally shameless, like I did it on purpose, like so I could get called out. You know what I mean? I felt really awkward afterward. Like I derailed their show. Like I was just trying to be a good listener. But you really wanted to be up on stage. You I didn't did. get right up on stage, I right? really yeah. didn't want to be up on stage, yeah. but I, that wasn't my intent in clapping. I was like just trying to be like a good audience member at that point in the show. Mm. But then what happened was I felt good like after that. I was like, okay, yeah, like, oh, all right, cool. That was awesome. Frank Frank hooked it up. And so I like, you know, had a little adrenaline rush and I was like, I'm going to go back and ask that dude. I was like, do you really need to keep this, this seat empty? Holmes. But you didn't do it. No, I did. I went over and did it, except it totally fucking didn't work because the guy's like, sure, man, of course Stapes can sit here. So You're like once, once, no, once he knew mm-hmm. I was Stapes, like I didn't yeah. even get, I didn't even get to like stand up for myself because he was allowing me to sit probably, in the seat. Probably better. Yeah. He was as big as you said he was. So then I sat down and he had like his arm around me for the rest of the show. Uh, I want to real quick go to the Twitter because some guy said, Huff getting in whiny tone tilts me. Can Stapes please pass him the beer slurring over squeaking? Hey, by the way, to you, I'm just going to say this. Fuck off. <laughs> Seriously, I don't care anymore. You don't like it? Don't listen. Fuck off. You don't off. sound whiny. No, I don't sound whiny. <clears throat> it was a legitimate gripe. Stapes shouldn't have texted me that. End of story. You like Stapes better? Good for you at Hoax House. I really don't care. <laughs> I, it was I, uh, I was here. I've been here for months making sure that the show keeps going. Stapes got to get, did not need to text me that, period. Did not need to text me that. No big deal. I'm fine. I'm over it now. You didn't need to text me it. The tilting thing tilted me. He's a big fan of by the way, Mark I don't care. He hosts a poker podcast. He, he lists you as one of his idols. <laughs> well, whatever. Not I meant anymore. to say, sorry. Uh, uh, some guy says he wants to, the guy who wants to call in from Finland. Call, we'll take your call. I just don't know if you can uh, even get through. It's triple eight five two zero four three seven four is our telephone number eight 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 five two zero four three seven four. However, JJ Carrado says Angry Huff is back. Love it. So there, and that's mm. his that's his podcast co-host. Oh, okay. Well, I love you, JJ. <laughs> and hoax can uh, go off himself. Like I said, should we do the news? I guess oh, yeah, so. Maybe. Oh wait, maybe it's the Finland guy. I'm just going to take this, whoever it is, on air live. Huff and Stapes, who's this? By the way, hold on. Before you even answer who this is, and you're the only guy on the phone right now, how is it that we roll in here with a gang of mfers, a gang of n words in Paris, if you will, walk in here every week? We have like ten people, and we don't have a call screener still. How is that possible? Hey, no one is there to answer the phone. Hey, speak- we have to answer it live speaking on air. Of, speaking of all the people out there, what do you what do you think Beth's deal is out there, huh? Beth. Who is she? Oh, the blonde one yeah. that came with Lewis? What do you think Beth's deal is? <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't... I have no idea. She came with Lewis. Good call. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> the double good call. Was that you too? Look at that. Me and Nick on the same page. Um, I don't know. You could probably ask her off air. Are we going to talk to break. the guy that's on the phone? Yeah, what's up, guy on the phone? <laughs> Hello. Hey, what's up? Calling from Finland. Hey, Finnish guy. So what's going on? Yeah, I'm good. I just woke up, got to work, and uh, I listen to you guys uh, every... Every Wednesday morning, uh, when I when I um, get on the, get the lo- train and everything and come to work, uh, whatever you guys are on, we That's love awesome. being accomplices to f- uh, time uh, theft. No, I yeah. love you guys um, on on the big game, or well, at least one of you guys on the second season. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, we're both on the yeah, second we're both season. On the second season. May oh, you, you were? No, 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 one of you weren't on the first season. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right, that's right. 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 Yeah. When it was better. When are you guys going to be Christmas. back on uh, for the big game? Never. Because uh, poker's legal. Joe might do some other version of it. I will never be on it again because I'm not. Uh, okay. I don't have a British accent. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks anyway. I mean, uh, I love you guys, and um, I listen to you guys all the time. And, and whenever I can't listen to you, um, 
when I'm at work. I just download it afterwards. So, uh, yeah, thanks a lot. So, thanks, buddy. It was, it was good mm-hmm. to hear from you. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Go find him at KidsJH on Twitter if you want to follow him. I don't know why you would, but if you do, <laughs> uh, go ahead and do it. Do we have time? We have to, we'll get in a little bit of news. We'll get at least to the round robin, I okay. think. Because yeah. we have so much shit to do. I don't know. Or we could push MFers of Invention. I don't know what to do. I'm so fired up well, right now. Well, the first news story is kind of stupid. Like first I one's can, kind of stupid? Like, I can sum it up in five Again, seconds. Again, you can sum it up. Really? Okay. Well, let's, let's do the some ti- news. The title is, is the Let's do some news with Jackie Brown. It's Tuesday. News day. The only day that matters for news. And now, up in stapes, news with Jackie Bray. Do I still not have my brain music? I don't think we have it for you, unfortunately. Okay, well, no cell phones, no texting by drivers, U.S. urges. Mm. That's basically it. That's it? Yeah. The U.S. is now saying... Yeah, they want all the states to to ban any type of handheld devices. Can't text, can't email. What's next, online poker? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's basically it. I don't agree with this. You're never going to convince me... The texting and driving is the same as drunk driving. You know, that's like the new thing is like but this worse, person it's died. It's definitely worse than phone calls and driving. You gotta be able. Yeah. You gotta be able to do something in your cars. If you can't talk on the phone, they should. They also have to make it illegal to fucking put on makeup to use a blow dryer. I think yeah, you saw someone I saw a one woman time. using a, an electronic curler, an electric curler yeah. to eat food. That's skill. If yeah, you eating can't food talk, is very difficult. The the, the level of difficulty is very high on a hamburger <laughs> or you know, fucking literally a, a burrito, burrito, a Subway sub. Forget, forget it. it. Forget yeah. it. <laughs> we are in tune yeah. about eating in the car. We yeah. both know. I mean, there are certain things that are almost impossible. Like, don't like soup. Really? You want soup? Who and soup the you drink drive. soup yeah. out of the cup, fine, but if you're going to spoon it, forget it. Yeah, no, you got to drink it, Japanese style. I think I did chicken parm once, knife and fork. What? Really? Yeah. Chicken parm dinner? I you didn't know what the sandwich really there. Dangerous. I definitely did Popeyes and ate the coleslaw with the spork while driving once. Oof. I did chicken nuggets and dunked it and barbecue sauce. Oh, that's, once. come on. Oh, that's like kids stuff? Like that's a, that's a level hard. one degree of difficulty. It's not a level one, but it's not. It's certainly not. Uh, on, it's it certainly not mage status. I would think pizza slice has got to be the easiest. That's a level one difficulty. Yeah, pizza is the food. Uh, maybe like a McDonald's cheeseburger because it all sticks right together. Yeah, there's it's nothing, nothing's like just ever eating a fall, circle. Nothing's ever fallen out of a McDonald's cheeseburger no, in history. Never. That's Carl's Jr. Much more difficult. Yeah, like the steakhouse burgers. Don't fuck you with gotta, those. That's yeah, a level three even. to five difficulty there. <laughs> the only way that you can do it and not be a menace to yourself and others is if you wear a smock. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Salads, which is basically, they, there's so salad, much lettuce on those jail. burgers. Go, yeah, you sal- should go to jail yeah, for Immediately. Salad reckless yeah. driving if you have a salad mm-hmm. in the car. You should go right to jail for a Caesar. But you're not ever going to convince me that text messaging is the same. They're trying that where they'll put up a picture like this guy texted and he killed someone's family or whatever. Yeah. It's not, it's just not the same thing. I think it should be judged based on the text that you send. Like if you kill, <laughs> no, if you kill someone and your last text was like OMG Twilight, yeah, you go to fucking prison. But if you're like, you know, making an excuse to your boss on the phone, you're running late, I'm in traffic, whatever. It should be judged based, if the accident should be based on the text that you sent. What if it says, give me an ounce and a half? <laughs> <laughs> you go to jail. Wait, it I don't is like, anything criminal. Well, because we can't in California, but I don't like that cops can just grab your phone and go look through it. Like, can we get rid of that? Well, it's not like they're going to see any dick pics of Clint. Yeah, but what about my other picture? Yeah, oh. we know. We found out last week on the show that Jackie has a lot of nudes, N-O-O-D-S, N-0-0-D-S. N-0-0-D-Z. Mm-hmm. 
S. Come on, get out of here, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> I, put, I, I made sure so the zeros old. and I left off the Z. <laughs> when uh, my wife sends anyway. me nudes, she always uses proper <laughs> proper letters, but but numbers and replacement. No, I don't. It's also like you can't ever promote it. It's never going to be as creepy because it's not like a vice to text. So it'll never be as creepy. Right. To, it's not a sin. No, it's not a sin to text. So texting and driving will never seem like they'll never be able to do that commercial. Remember the, all the commercials with drunk driving where they would show the creepy handheld camera with the date on the bottom. It'd be like nine five ninety four, and it'd be like a kid in his walker, you know. And then all of a sudden they're like this kid, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You the, par- the paranormal activity, yeah, the, exactly. DUI commercials, and yeah. then they were like, you know, whatever. They show when the kid, they show his baby they photos, have and then those him dying. Texting photos. They have those with I no, mean, the photos. But they don't no, have, no, you no. can't ever yeah, shoot the, like, the video. I meant the commercials, and it was like. It was. It's like H E like Y. And it's well, like, first of this all, is what a, a text rip-off. message my son was sending before he drove into a tree. And that's like, it's like, please don't text and drive. See, that's not even a good advertisement because it's a single car accident. Yeah, nothing scary about yeah. that. It's always so much worse if you kill someone else. But I still don't think it's never going to be the same. No well, one's a ever bunch of people have been killing way. a bunch of people from texting. But it may be just as dangerous, Scott. It may cause it's more not accidents. Even although I have done the text blackout before. You ever done the thing where you get on the Excuse road? Me. What? African American out? I thought you were you black. <laughs> no, I know where you're going with that. Don't do no, it. The I last wasn't. time I spent 45 minutes editing out it's something not, that you no, said. No, no, it's not, I was oh. actually not going there this time. <laughs> don't go with the blackout. Oh. Don't seize on I was that. Not go, I was we forgive, that, but we don't forget. I was saying that you blacked out <laughs> while driving your car and texting at the same time. No, no. You have you ever done the text blackout? Yeah, this is where great. you pull onto the road from whatever location you're leaving, yeah. and you text so much on the ride home that you forget like what route you took home. <laughs> and you're just there. Have you ever done that? That's like basically blackout oh, while drunk. Yeah. You're home. You're right. just like you're like oh yes. shit, I am back. Yes, I have done that. I'm back, and I've done so much texting. That was a great conversation. How the fuck did I get home? Uh, that happens to me frequently enough that. It's still, though, you can't, tra- that doesn't translate to like an ad to make me scared to text and drive. You're never going to scare me enough to Isn't make me scared. Isn't there an app that you can get, there should be, it, that uh, if you turn it on when you're in your car, just text people back automatically, hey, I'm driving, I'll get you back when, as soon as I, I get there. I think there is, actually. Hmm. In one of the cars, oh, yeah, that's what they have. In the, um, in the BMW X5, if you, it'll allow you to tweet from your car, and it'll allow you to like Facebook from your car and text from your car, but the only tweet, Facebook, or text it will send is your coordinates, like your latitude and longitudinal coordinates. So people and know how close I'm driving. You are. Yeah. Like, I'm driving and I'm on the uh, Washington Bridge, whatever. And that's all it'll, it gives it'll like do. Your, I don't like the coordinates. Which there. is stupid to even have that feature. It should just have a sticker on the front that says, don't text that's and a drive. Feature, <laughs> that's a feature invented by a guy who is very much for auto safety, but also likes raping. <laughs> uh. He just wants to know where you are. He's like, time. I don't want car accidents, but I do want to know where you are. <laughs> Jackie Bray. (laughs) All right, what's the the next story in the news document? Okay, Lake Helen Grandmas pose in pinup calendar, ladies of 32744. Okay. The grandmas are stripping for cash. When a group of women found out that the local Lake Helen American Legion Post 127 North Florida needed $10,000 to bring the hall's kitchen up to city codes, they decided to to fundraise by bearing some skin. Pat Chadwick, uh, editor of the Lake. <laughs> People are such pervs sometimes. <laughs> yeah. My grandmother dated this guy once. My grandmother, like, uh, my, gr- my grandfather passed when he was like 76. My grandmother 
lived till she was 90 something and she started dating this like old <laughs> guy and it's uh, not when she was 90 something but like she started dating this old guy she could be dating a guy 20 years younger than her and you could still describe him that way <laughs> as an old guy and he was just like he was such like a creep like old people can get real sexually creepy if they're yeah. left to their own devices well yeah because I mean imagine what it takes to get that flaccid piece of sausage going <laughs> it's gonna be some <laughs> fucked up shit oh god really you're talking about my grandmother now Oh, I don't I mean, mean her going, sausage. I meant his. I'm convinced that like every guy my mom's going to date is just going to be the biggest creeper ever. They are. When they get old, they get I met weird, one of them, and you. he was just, mm, those creepy eyes. Mm-hmm. It was not good. Ew, what was that? Anyway. All right, so um, what happened with these bitches? Well, <laughs> they um, they were inspired by the 2003 film Calendar Girls, in which older women pose as pinups to raise money for leukemia research. So and, this is a true story. Based this is like on a movie that's based on a true story. This is yes. like if Calendar Girls were real and then real again. <laughs> <laughs> what the shit? Yeah. Well, they've apparently already sold 200 copies, plus a second printing has already sold out. Wow. So, yeah. Um, it's women who range from mid-40s to late-80s. To mid-40s, whatever, yeah. Well, did you see the pictures? Nope. I think that they're just like adding in like random graphics. Like, one of them, it was just, like, a lady in the woods, like, holding something over her, and it looks like they It just... was a picnic basket. No, no, no. They, like, photoshopped in, like, a ghost, and then, like, something scary. Oh, so there's some, like, catch value to it, too? Yeah, I don't know. But one lady was in a wheelchair, and they put, um, like, she was surrounded by a bunch of kid... What? She was surrounded by a bunch of, like, kitty kitties, and they put mm-hmm. a kitty on her kitty. Ooh, <laughs> that <was> wow. <laughs> That was very odd. That's no cat. <laughs> so Lake Helen Grandma's pose in pinup calendar, ladies of 32744. Four. Welcome back, Saves. Now, every once in a while, there comes along a news story that is replete with comedic chestnuts. And when such a story comes along, it is Scott's and mine's jobs to pick it completely bare of these chestnuts. And in doing so, we must have our news story round robin joke off. Lake Helen Grandma's posing pinup calendar. It's called a pinup calendar because that's what they have to do to their boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Gravity has not been kind. Lake Helen Grandma's posing pinup calendar, just in case your pug calendar wasn't wrinkly enough. <laughs> Lake Helen Grandma's posing pinup calendar. Miss December was chosen because she was at Jesus's third birthday party. <laughs> Oh, so close to being. If you believe that he was born in December, uh, some experts think that he was born in a different month <laughs> in the calendar year. Fucking assholes! Just go with December twenty fifth. Lake Helen Grandma's pose and pinup calendar. The calendar sold over ten thousand copies, all but a few of which were shipped directly to Willard Scott. Willard Scott, of course, the guy who used to do the birthdays on uh, Good That's Morning right. America. Thank you. No, no, the Today the, Show. The Today Show. There Jesus Christ! Should have gone with Al Roker. Good call. <laughs> Lake Helen Grandma's pose and pinup calendar. Oh, hold vaginas. It's <laughs> the whole fucking joke right there. Old vaginas. But if you sing it, it almost becomes a joke. All right. Almost. That was your throwaway. Yeah, Story checks funny. out. Yeah, okay. Lake Helen Grandma's pose and pinup calendar. The effort raised over $100,000 and not one penis. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, we're going to take a quick break. 888-520-4374 is the telephone number. 888-520-HUFF-SHOW. Us at HuffandStapes.com is the email. At HuffStapes, we're doing mother efforts of invention right after the break, so get them in. Us at HuffandStapes.com, or we've had some great tweets. You can tweet them at us, at HuffStapes. Back after this with the second hour of the HuffandStapes radio program on the Toad Hop Network. You're listening to Huff and Stapes. 
gonna skate to one song, one song only. Let's get faded. Live with these for like six days. Gold bottles, soul models. Still an ace on my sick days. So fall so hard, bitch, behave. Just might let you meet gay. Shot towns, T-Rolls. Moving the next, BK. Fall so hard, motherfuckers wanna find me. That shit crack. That shit crack. That shit crack. Fall so hard, motherfuckers wanna find me. That shit crack. That shit crack. That shit crack. She said, yeah, can we get married at the mile? I said, look, you need to crawl for your bar. Come and meet me in the bathroom style. And show me why you deserve to have it all. Ball so hard. That she crack. That she crack. Ain't it, Jay? Ball so hard. What she order? What she order? Fish filet. So Yo, whip so cold. Whip so cold. This whole thing. Ball so hard. Like you ever be around motherfuckers like this again Who's your girl? Grab her hand Fuck that bitch, she don't wanna dance She's my friends, but I'm in friends <laughs> I'm just saying Prince Williams ain't do it right If you ask me Cause I was him, I would've Mary Kay and Ashley Was Gucci my nigga? Was Louie my killer? That's number was two We're going for the record That wasn't even two full ones No can we go for the record, or are we allowed? We just established we can't even do the record. We're not allowed. Us playing the song 10 or 11 times doesn't do anything, right? Yeah, but the record's that, live in concert with Jay-Z and Kanye West. They're probably starting it right now, by the way. Okay, so what time does the show start? 8? The show started at 9.21. It said 7.30 on the ticket. They went on at 9.21. And just after 10, they were already starting with this bullshit where they play the same song 10 times nah, in a row? No, probably later at midnight, so they probably started about 11. How long is that concert? They they played for two hours before they started. They did some of their back catalog too, right? Like they did. I was worried at to. first because the first five songs were all off. Uh, Watch well, the throne. See the throne. What is it? Watch, Watch the, the throne. throne. Watch the throne. There's only five good songs on Watch the Throne, so that was pretty much it. For right, <laughs> and then they uh they yeah they played their their hits individually. They would like alternate. Um, yeah, it was fine. Ninety nine problems. They did that one. They did the the gold digging one. Who was it? Was it "Ain't No N Word" that uh, Jay Z and Kanye gave you the free pass to use the N word? Maybe. No one can fuck you better. There was a really awkward song where, where like everyone who was there on a date was like supposed to like get real into it, and me and my date didn't really know what to do. Boy, boy. That <laughs> was not the first time we didn't know what to do there. Oh, the nerdy Asian guy behind me was like, "Oh, that's Kanye." Like during the third song, he just screamed out whatever it was. He goes, "That's my shit." That's my shit, huh? That's my shit. He was like real into whatever it was, yeah. the third song. I wish we knew somebody at the concert right now so we could find out how many oh, N-Words in Paris they were into. Text her, find out how many, if they've started. Just say, let me know when they start playing. And let us know if they break the record. N-Words in Paris. Yeah. 
She's worth trying to break the record know. right now. She Please might be meeting know. Kanye tonight. She might be meeting Kanye. In the yeah. bathroom style. I love when he does that thing where he just screams in that weird voice. I oh, shouldn't like it. It's in, probably terrible. But 99 Problems, Kanye played the cop. That was pretty cool. Oh, really? Yeah. That's not bad. All right. Now Hoax is trying to make it up to me by being nice on Twitter. That's it. You're yeah. on the list, Hoax. It's yeah. over. Don't even bother. Yeah. Don't even waste the characters. Nope. Don't even waste your time, buddy. Anyway, uh, before we get to mother efforts of invention, I uh, I don't know how much longer I'm actually going to be hosting this show, which is an announcement because my, I have my been, stomach just dropped a little bit. I may have been offered a job hosting a morning show, really, that I cannot bring you guys along with me, unfortunately. <laughs> That's correct. I was offered. Did you a even job. try? I I tried, I tried, but this is going to require some. Uh, some doing from me. I was offered the job to host the Playboy Morning Show. Wow. Oh, no way. In Espanol. In Spanish. Claro. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> the producer of my fantasy football <laughs> show, Elizabeth. Yeah, do, you, do you have a hidden Spanish talent? You are from Bogotón. Yeah, let me tell you exactly. I'm from the mouth of the rat. The um, producer of my fantasy football radio show on Sirius is also the producer of Playboy Radio and Espanol. And so, uh, before the show, we were all sitting around prepping. Does the, she um, speak Espanol? Yes, she does okay. fluently. Yes, and so does my other co. So does my co-host Pilar Lastra speaks perfect Spanish. Okay, uh, it's her first language. So we're all messing around, like prepping for the football show last week. And Elizabeth's like, "Oh man, I really would love to have someone who, like, you know, who works as hard as you do, who's like fun on the mic, hosting my my Spanish language." morning show that would be so great if you could you could do it and i was like i was like yeah unfortunately i didn't study spanish that hard in high school i kind of quit after spanish three but i could get rosetta stone and host it and we all had a laugh and we all giggled and chuckled <laughs> and she was like are you serious and i was like uh no elizabeth i'm not I'm, I'm not really serious because i don't think i could possibly learn spanish not only could i not learn it to be fluent in it probably quick enough to help you replace your current morning show host, but then to be fluent enough in it to also be like funny and conversational and be like a good morning oh, yeah. show I feel like host. you're not really doing this story justice because... Hold on. What, okay. Well, well, wait. Why? Well, maybe, me I, maybe I'm not... I'm, I maybe I'm not let you finish. Are you Go jumping ahead. the gun? Yeah, maybe. Well, anyway, so I was like... I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I'm going to be able to to pull that off, whatever. So she's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, probably not. Ha ha. And everyone just giggles and laughs when we do the show. And the next day at work... Like noon at my day job, there's a call that pops up from Elizabeth on my cell phone and I answer it. Hi, Elizabeth. She goes, hi. Um, so yesterday when you were talking about uh, hosting the morning <laughs> show in Spanish, were you serious? And I was like, no, <laughs> like, like I said to you, I don't, I don't think I can do it. She goes, well, I just spoke to my boss and he's approved for me to pay for Rosetta Stone for you. <laughs> no way. <laughs> How much is Rosetta Stone? It's not even that much money. Well, it's like 600 bucks, I think, for what? the whole version. That's yeah. a lot. It's the price, it's the price of two Kanye tickets. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. I was like, I was like, wait a second. Are you punking me? Like, is this a prank phone call? Are you guys using this for your morning show in Espanol <laughs> where you find a gringo and you fuck with him and Offer him the job of morning show host. I was like, no, seriously. What do you mean? She's like, but you said you would. <laughs> she is now you begging said. me. She is now begging uh, me. She is using like a little kid, five year old on their parents. You said does move. hold up in court. Yeah. You said that you would get Rosetta Stone and host. When it. does the like, show start? It's already going. But she was like, how about we give you three months? 
Three months. Three months. Well, would they be actually this? Act, uh, this sounded ridiculous to me at first. Would they pay you to quit your job and pay you full time to learn Spanish for three no, months? No, and they would probably pay me in pesos. <laughs> no one gets paid. <laughs> the studio. There's actually like a studio. It's basically like it's basically like how the difference between white people's cars and Hispanic people's cars. It's like <laughs> we have the big studio where all the regular shows go, and then Playboy and Espanol they pack like 15 people into the tiny Hispanic station. It's, it's so bizarre. It's painted with primer yeah. and up on cinderblocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's absurd. And she's like, you said you it would. It does have some sick hydraulics, though, Holmes. <laughs> Finally got to the point where I didn't even know what to say. It's so illogical, right? It's the most illogical thing to not think. To think, we're going to take a guy who speaks no Spanish and turn him into a Spanish morning show host instead of thinking we're going to find a guy who speaks Spanish and teach him how to host <laughs> a radio show. We're going to teach a radio host Spanish, not we're going to teach a Spanish speaker how to host a radio show. It is so fucking illogical. It made my head. Ex- it was my head just exploded. My head, my head just exploded. I just got wished good luck with Playboy <laughs> from at Toast to Town, who is a first time listener. So we love you. Thank you very much. Thank you. But still, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Thank you or uh, gracias, gracias, you please. I was just like, wow. I don't even know what to say to you. So I had to just go. Oh man, my boss is calling me. I had to call you back, and I never called her back. <laughs> how do you uh, answer? What, uh, how do you? What do I even say to that? You it's go, just like, no, she's, she's stupid. I did. I just was like, what the shit. I mean, to say, well, you said, like, I feel like that's only things that your wife can say and you will do. (laughs) Think about it, man. You have to learn how to swim in the ocean with your T-shirt on. Um, that's me. You have to learn how to ride your bike on the sidewalk. Hey, just go hang out in Salinas for a couple weeks and you'll pick it up real quick. Even if I could, I just, I loved the idea that I could pick up Rosetta Stone. And because I know that a coche means car, I can just get on the air. Like, this would be me, (laughs) this would be me hosting the Playboy morning show at Espasville. That would be this. Buenos dias. And then a guy speaking a thousand miles an hour, I'd be like, ah, bueno. But isn't that what what you do already? (laughs) (laughs) Very funny. Ocho, ocho, ocho. Wait, what's the phone number here? (laughs) That's all I really would know how to do. I would say buenos dias, ocho, 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 cinco. Dos, cero. <laughs> so you can't be that slow. Uh-huh. You gotta be better. Cuatro, tres, siete, cuatro. You're just reading it slowly for I the know, people but here. Yeah. So they all know. It's good enunciation. That's right. What mm. do I even do with that? Like, how do you... There's something called reverse engineering there is something, and then there's something called just like... It's like a, a direction that hasn't even been made up yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Gypsy do McNuckle is what you just tried to pull <laughs> off there. What what direction is that even? I don't... I, I mean... Uh. There is no Rosetta Stone for what this person needs. For, like a Rosetta Stone for logic and reason. Maybe there's I have one an of those idea. books for dummies. Should we call her right now on the air and I'll commit to doing the morning show in Espanol? Yes. And then, okay. and then say All the right. phone number in Spanish. I'm gonna, okay. I'm going to commit to doing it in Espanol. Vamp. All oh right. my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> This is totally out of character for Scott, I will say. It's usually me is, that's is she going to like cry and like, get upset? When, like, when are you going to tell her that you're not doing it when you're tomorrow? Like, we're definitely not going to tell her that we're on the air. I don't know. What, what does the phone number oh, pop Dr. up as? Does anyone out there in the other room know what that's the phone number comes up she as? She probably won't answer it. No, she will. She will. Make oh, sure to say, you have saw it. Hold on. Let's take this call first. Puppet <laughs> yeah. Stapes, who's this? Hello? Yes, hello. How are you? This better not be Eli. It's Eli. God damn it. <laughs> bye. You don't even ask. No, bye. Is. It is Eli. You can tell. He's like Hello. prank calling our show. He's not. I mean, he's just calling like to tell us he well, to go. But, yeah, <laughs> he means well. <laughs> Hold on. Let me I think he's hilarious. Up. I think he's funny too. But it's like enough. We only have a two-hour show now. It was funny for four hours. We needed the content. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Should I explain to people what MFers are of invention? Yeah, are? go ahead. Do that. 
All right, so uh, we're about to do one of our uh, one of our classic bits here. <laughs> MFers of invention, motherfuckers of invention. If, if you, you have face, to, yeah. if you have to be dirty about it, but it's basically inventions or inventors who have really only been very self-serving, and we don't mean like stuff like guns, okay? Like, yeah, guns are like <laughs> fucked up, but like they've served a purpose and whatever. But no, we mean things that like really have no purpose whatsoever. Like something, usually something someone invented out of thin air, and you don't even have to know. The real name of the guy invented. You can just say like the guy who, like the guy who invented the Ticketmaster service charge. Okay, I bought four tickets. I paid eighty dollars in service charges. Whoever invented that is a motherfucker of invention. There is nothing yep. going on other than you raping and pillaging. Ah, that is it. Bueno, bueno. That's right. Mm-hmm. Gracias, gracias. Mm, bueno. and, oh, when uh, you answer the phone, you have to say bueno. Bueno. That's so, okay. yeah, so that is a mother effort of invention. Sometimes they're very specific bad inventions. Sometimes they're this thing or that thing. Scott, yes. where are we at with the phone call? I'm about to do it. I have the phone number right here. Okay. I'm willing to call on air. So that's what we're doing next, guys. So if you want to give us a call about MFR's invention, this? yes. Oh, you can do that. You can also, e- also email us, us at huffandstapes.com. By the way, Jason Lister emailed us about the convenience fee. Okay, shh. Okay. Please pick up. Boy, boy. Ah, damn it. She's not going to do it. I'll tell you. Why don't we do an MF first? Leave a message. You want to leave a message? Practice your speech. No, 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 no. I'm not going to leave a message. I decided to say Just do it. Hmm? I decided I would say C. To your offer. Yes. Okay. Come on. I'm gonna, I want to text her. Just tell her I'm calling you from a different number, and we'll do MFers for a little bit, and then I'll call okay. her in the last segment. All right. We'll leave a message the last time then. Okay. Hang it up. All right. She's gone. Okay. MFers, go ahead. Lead it off. You want to lead it off? I know we have some from the... Uh, oh. The wheel. The printing press. The personal computer. That unbelievably sticky and easily shredded piece of tape that seals the edges of a DVD... Who the f*** ever decided we needed that? Motherfuckers of Invention. That's right, everybody. It's MFers of Invention. I'm going to kick things off here. Uh, now, this uh, thing itself is a, is a fantastic invention, other than the fact that it's addictive as fuck. But Chapstick is what this relates to. Now, I'm not saying that Chapstick is an MF of Invention, because it does serve a purpose. Although, I do think that your lips are never drier, like, again, are never moist again after you start using it. Once you it's addicting, yeah. yeah. However, even more messed up than that is the design of the chapstick tube. Oh, I have never. This is so good. I have never finished a chapstick in my life. I don't know what serious? the bottom of a chapstick looks like because those things are aerodynamically designed to fucking dis the fuck appear. They just. Vanish. They roll off a desk. They fall out of pockets. They yep. fall on the couch cushions. They fall out of the seat in your car. I probably have fifteen of them in some some point in my car, some some secret little compartment that I can't even get to. But I've never, if it weren't for the fact that they designed these things to disappear everywhere, I would have never had to buy another one in my life. It's got to be ninety percent of their sales. I mean, there's something to be said for a product where you can remember buying it like at least a thousand times, and yet you can never find one when you need it. That's right. Ever, you're like, do you have? Chap- I'll say it tomorrow. Like any lip balm, any chapstick. I'll take any random brand of chapstick. Really, we Anything. can't find any. We know we bought like a six pack of them, or you buy them in a convenience store or at a fucking gas station. You can never find it. When I you bought need it. seven of these earlier today. Where are they? Gone. I don't Disappear have that without a trace. 
Why don't I have that problem? I do not know, Jackie. I'll tell you. I know I where you all of say, them are. Well, you're a creep. You're a hoarder. <laughs> I. You should I be on I, that show. You should have your own reality show about. Chapstick, Chapstick I thought you were. I thought you were going to also talk about the um, the design of it, like how the top rim of it for something that's going up against your lips is yeah. so hard and jagged, oh, and like it's yeah, it hurt. It always hurts, and like no one ever wants to do the thing where you put like three quarters of it above nah. the line, because then because then when you bring it back it's down, gross. it all just smushes yeah. on. You don't. You always want to only <laughs> expose the tiniest amount of the chapstick that you can, the perfect amount to use, and it's never perfect. It's just scraping your mouth with plastic. That. Yeah, the whole There's thing. No the whole thing is designed very badly. The whole thing. It, th- love chapstick as a thing, but whoever designed the tube itself is an mf of invention. I think this might be her calling me back. <coughs> All right, that's why we can't pick it up. So hold on, we got to put these people on hold. Actually, shit, I can't answer any of them. Someone needs to answer off air. We don't. How do we not have a call screener? Just answer it. Okay, we call her back. Hold on. Where's oh the phone number? So exciting. <laughs> Pretty excited too. By the way, next week I'm gonna have my parents call and give their review of Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas, which they fucking hated. <laughs> what? She's calling me. Shit. All right, I'm gonna answer hello. I'm just gonna answer hello. Okay, here we go. Wait a second. Uh, shit. Shit. Okay. Hello. Hi. Uh, yeah. What's up? All right. Oh, gotcha. Hold on. Shit. Okay. She just dropped off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's up and safe. Just hold on, though. We're in the middle of something. Just hang tight. All right. Relax. <laughs> you just calm down while I prank my boss from my Hofstra's going to be right with you. He's going yeah, to take care of you. Just hang on the line a little bit longer. You'll be talking to the Hofstra in no time. <coughs> what if this is the one night she was listening? <coughs> yeah. Well, then the joke's on us. Hey, Scott. Hey, what's going on? Not too much. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We have a guest for this week. I wasn't really calling about that, but anyway, but whatever. If, you, if we have one, great, perfect. 6.30 as usual? Yeah, 6.30. Okay. Let me just pull it out. Is the, offer, um, is the offer still on the table for the Spanish show, potentially? Yoey, hello. No, your phone's breaking up. Wait, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, your phone is breaking up. Killing me. You're killing me, Larry. Can you... Oh, oh, you're breaking up. Me? Sort of. Hello? Yes, hello. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it is. It is? Yeah. Okay. All right. No, it is. So... I just pulled up my stuff. Um, Let's see what this guy's name is. Thomas Howard, and he's a linebacker from the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, perfect. Good. It's a top tier, top tier get. I like that. Thomas Howard, good. So if I was um, interested in potentially doing the Spanish morning show, mm-hmm. you guys will pay for Rosetta Stone? Yes. Okay. And how long do I have to learn Spanish? Would um, you think? Like, how long do I have to learn, fully learn the language? Uh, I don't 
you know, because you know what, Farah had mentioned, he's like, you know, if it takes him, what, like three months, he's like, you know, that's fine. So I don't know if it's like three months or more than that. I'm not sure. Like, what do you think it would be? I I mean, I think I could learn it in less than three months, probably. Okay. The more I was thinking about it, it's like I have a good, like I have a solid background in Spanish from Spanish honors, you know, in high school. I could probably, I mean, I probably start to get it figured out. I could probably get it done in like, like probably three weeks. Are you serious? Yeah, I think I could figure it out in three weeks. I'm good with languages. I took Latin in like seventh grade. Wow. Which, so I would, I mean, I have like a good basis in all of the romance languages, really. But I just, and I was like, I was a little afraid to do it at first. You guys have like such big guests, like, um, what's the guy, the redheaded boxer guy that I love? What the hell's, yeah, Canelo and like John Sacada. And it's like, how do you just speak Spanish to people who have been speaking their whole lives? But I feel like three weeks, boom, done. You know, I've been practicing a little bit. I've been working on my, working on my Spanish. Hola, bueno, et cetera. So. Yeah, um, so it's, it's still there. Yeah, of course. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, then you would pay for Rosetta Stone. Does it pay okay? I mean, I'm going to be there every day. I have to learn Spanish, and I have to be there Monday to Friday, right? Yeah. You know what? It's the same pay as the football show, 200 Same pay as the football show. All right. Mm-hmm. So it's like 200 a day, so that would be 1000 a week. 1000 a week. Yeah. Am I getting paid while I'm learning Spanish? Are you getting what? Am I getting paid while I'm learning Spanish or no? Have you cleared that? Potentially, um, like if I have to take off my time. I mean, I feel like if I'm going to learn it in three weeks, I've got to do it. I've got to be like on it every day. You know what I mean? You think we could get yeah. Farrell to approve okay. that? Like me just sitting around like learning Spanish. You know what I mean? Okay. And how long do you think? Um, you know, like for getting paid, like for how long? I don't know. If it was like three, if we just said three weeks, we got to pay me three thousand for the three weeks to straight up to just learn Spanish in I those three weeks. Let me ask him tomorrow when I get there. Okay. Yeah, because Carol was like, yeah, he goes, if Scott, he goes, I'll pay for Rosetta Stone. He's like, yes. Perfect. Really? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, okay, I'm on it. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to get me the CDs. Do we know what that is roughly in pesos, 1000 a week? I'm just curious because it's like one of the first things, you know? Gotta... What do I know what? Do you know what it is in pesos, roughly? 1000 a week? I just want to know. I'm like trying to immerse myself in the culture a little bit. You know what I mean? I'm trying to, I would like to know what it is in pesos. Like, know what it is in pesos and like whatever they pay people in Argentina. What have you? Oh my god, it's funny. I See, I'm already working on my material for the Playboy <laughs> Morning Show in Espanol. All right, see if you can get me paid to learn Spanish. See if you can get me paid over those three weeks, and we could talk. And I'll see you on Thursday, obviously, and we could talk more about it. Um, and you know. Whatever. I would want a roast con pollo in my rider, no matter what, though. Every morning. I like to eat it in the mornings. So <laughs> we, I want a roast con pollo and a burrito every day. And we're good. All right. Okay. All right. So tell Farrell. Tell Farrell. And uh, if we can figure out a way to get because, you know, I'm a huge cicada fan. I want him on at least once a week if we can do it. Yeah. All right. So okay. we'll work on resistance. I'll see you Thursday. Good work on the guest. And we'll talk soon. Okay. All right. Good. Perfect. All right. All right later. You know, for a thousand a week, she could get two guys from the you home. You thought I was Depot fucking telling that. a story. You thought it might be a tall tale. Like it might not even be possible. Oh. But yet, the job has been offered. Oh wow! You know, for a thousand a week, she could have got two guys at the Home Depot to help her. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh gosh! Holy well, cow! Is that even possible? You. They do. They love me over there. Apparently, not anymore. Um, <laughs> not anymore. Oh, they take care of Scott Huff. Mm-hmm. 
For you, Rosetta Stone. To learn Spanish! <laughs> 200 a week? 200 a day? I have to learn Spanish and then host a morning show in the language fluently? Boy, boy. Jesus Christ! That, I mean, that would make it's you... It's not even an offer! That would make you it's a, not even a, thing. a millionaire in many Spanish-speaking countries. Yeah, it would. I am Hugo Chavez. <laughs> it's the Playboy Morning Show in Espanol, hosted by Hugo Chavez. All right. What would Scott? What would like Scott be in like Spanish? El Scott. No, you know what? All the guys at, uh, at uh, what's the place? Uh, Earth Cafe. They're all Guatemalan guys that work there. They take your orders. They call me Escot. That's it. You just had a little it before. <laughs> Escot. The nice. Playboy Morning Show in Espanol. Nice job. By Escot Huff. I think I think you learning Spanish in three weeks is a very reasonable. Oh amount yeah, of time. she was like really. Get she was so happy. <laughs> she was so happy that I was going to learn Spanish. In she three goes weeks. three months more or less. Less. Way less. <laughs> I'll take the language. under. I need to answer all calls hello now because I don't know <laughs> okay, if she's okay. calling back. Hello? 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 Oh, hi. Who's this? <laughs> yes, it's up and saves. Welcome to the show. Estoy llamando para el trabajo del show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, bueno. 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 Sí, sí. <laughs> Guys, it's Walter from Corona. Walter, what's up, Hey, dude? Walter. I called you guys like uh, the first week you guys were there. Guys oh, awesome, we know. Right? We were debating whether or not you think... Um, oh, no, this is not Anthony. This is Walter. Walter, welcome back to the show. Sorry, <laughs> I was going to ask you a question that's irrelevant now. Walter, oh, which of us do you find more attractive? <laughs> that's what he was going to ask you. Uh, well, I'd have to say Huff. Oh, oh Walter, nice. thank you. Great, thank you. So we're All right, guys, well, keep up the good work. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thank you, oh, Walter. Hold nice. on, yes, answer hello. Yeah, yes. Hello. Hello. Uh, something yeah, something <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's up? Sorry, I just need, I'm I'm covering my bases here. Welcome to Robin's Who's this? This is Chris from Jersey. Chris from Jersey. What's up, from man? Jersey. Hey, what's up? This is the kid you all hung up on to prank call your boss. Hung up on for what? To prank call uh, your boss. Oh, oh, sorry. Hey, so what's up? Do you have an MF for invention? I did, but I completely forgot it. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. I wish I wish I could make a thousand dollars a week doing Spanish, man. Yeah, really? Do you really? I don't know. You can. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, a thousand a week is like not terrible. It's okay, and you would get to hang out with hot Latinas every day. But see, all these yeah, jobs at Playboy are fucking useless to me because I can't have an do esposa. shit. <laughs> exactly, me esposa makes it possible for me to get busy, which I don't know how to say in Spanish yet because I haven't taken the Rosetta Stone <laughs> and the three weeks time that it takes to learn a language fluently. As you know, I'm great with the Romance languages. Wow. Uh, so wait, you don't have an MF for invention? You got anything for nah, us? I forgot it, man. You just wanted to say what's up? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan, though. I just wanted to call say you guys are awesome. Thanks, buddy. Chris, we would just like to it. say muchas gracias <laughs> to you. All right, thanks, man. <laughs> See, it's Staves is always trying to steal my fucking jobs. He's like, well, you put in the legwork. I might as well take the job now. <laughs> <laughs> you did all the legwork. He calls Elizabeth back afterward. He goes he goes into the system. What's her number? I can seriously learn Spanish in three weeks. My name's Joe Stapleton. <laughs> uh, some guy named Caesar wrote, ha, 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 holy shit, Huff possibly hosting Sabado Gigante one day is legit, yo. <laughs> Sabado so. Gigante I used to jerk off to every Saturday. Definitely, hundred percent of Saturdays I, I go. Off to I go back Higante. to Sabado Gigante because when I get like so pornified that I can't like get off with people having sex anymore. That yeah, I need Hispanic girls dressed as sixteen-year-old cheerleaders. To right, get off. I need to go back. Yeah. To them being clothed again. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. that was the name of the show. It is Sabado Gigante. No, the show that you were just talking about on your box. No, Sabado Gigante is a show to jerk off to. What? Always. It's also what my penis looked like. It's like a big variety show that comes on Telemundo on Saturdays. (laughs) Oh, good lord. 
Sabado Gigante. There's lots of tatas. I'll show you something Gigante on. So we're going to do some MFers when we get <laughs> back, or what? Some more MFers? <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a bunch of MFers and, and wrap up the show. <laughs> do whatever. I don't even know why we have breaks on this goddamn show. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four is the telephone number you are listening to. It's Dave's and Espanol. We'll be back after this on the Toad Hop Network. You're listening to Huff and Stakes. So I ball so hard, motherfuckers wanna find me. The first niggas gotta find me. What's 50 grand to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? Ball so hard, this shit crazy. Y'all don't know that don't shit face. And that's we go, 0 for 82 when I look at you like this shit crazy. Ball so hard, this shit weird. We ain't even pro be here. Ball so hard since we here. It's only right that we be fair. Psycho, I'm Lipo, to go Michael. Take your pick, Jackson, Tyson, Jordan. Game six, so hard, got a broke clock, rollies that don't tick tock, all the Mars that's losing time, hitting behind all these big rocks, so hard, I'm shocked too, I'm supposed to be locked up too, you escape what I escape, you be in Paris getting fucked up too, so hard, let's get faded, libraries for like six days, gold bottles, soul models, still an ace on my sick days, so hard, bitch behave, just might let you meet gay, shot towns, heroes, moving the next, BK, so hard, motherfuckers wanna find that shit crack. That shit crack. That shit crack. so hard, motherfuckers wanna find me. That shit crack. That shit crack. That shit crack. She said, yeah, can we get married at the mile? I said, look, you need to cry for your bar. Come and meet me in the bathroom style. And show me why you deserve to have it all. Ball so hard. That she crack. That she crack. Ain't it, Jay? Ball so hard. What she order? What she order? It's filet. Ball so hard. Yo, whip so cold. Whip so cold. This whole thing. Ball so hard. Act like you ever be around motherfuckers like this again. Who's your girl? Grab her hand. Fuck that bitch, you don't wanna dance. She's my friends, but I'm in friends. <laughs> I'm just saying. Chris Williams ain't do it right if you ask. Me, cause I was him, I would've Mary Kay and Ashley Was Gucci my nigga? Was Louie my killer? Was drugs my dealer? Was that jacket Marshilla? Doctors say I'm the illest Cause I'm suffering from realness Got my niggas in Paris And they going gorillas, huh? I don't even know what that means No one knows what it means, but it's provocative <laughs> No, it's not It's getting it's some people going so hard, find Yeah, I don't that know what it means I don't either That shit cry Callan Campbell says, surely that was a bit. There's no way at Scott Huff would act like that if it was serious. That was that about was as serious. real as it gets, kids. I can't even believe he did. That was completely organic. Absolutely. You can tell because it was genuine laughter coming out of me. Yep. <laughs> Huffster's causing Silent trouble, laughter. says J.J. Corrado. All you have to know is Penocha and Mendejo, you're good, oh. says Toast to Town. Uh, let's go to a tweet at Adam Avello. says, MF have mentioned the five-pack of Zippo Flints. I bought one nine years ago and still have four left. He's <laughs> <laughs> a Zippo the all thing the is, time. But that's, that's another thing that anytime you need one, you never have it already. A Zippo? No, you never have a those lighter? Flints. Like, I've had several Zippos in my life, and every time I've had, I've had to go out and buy Flints, I've bought Flints a million times in my life. I've never used more than one of them, though. I don't think I know what you're talking about. Okay, so a Zippo's Zippo is a lighter, the flip lighter, right. like the right. 
you need a flame oh, that, in it to light it. Uh, There's two components that make that run out in a Zippo lighter: lighter fluid oh. and a flint, which is a piece of metal that sparks that when like you flick it. If Jackie had to invent fire, we'd be fucked right now. Yeah. Jackie, ch- cave woman, Jackie, freezing. cave woman, Jackie. I just don't get it. I'm no flint. She just kept slamming rocks together. No, she just kept pouring lighter fluid all over everything, <laughs> blowing on it, licking it. I'll be a gatherer, <laughs> not a hunter. Uh, can I do one of mine? Please do. An MF of invention. Uh, I think that the formal silverware setup is an MF of invention. Like the 19 forks and the 2009. You can tell I'm pissed about it because I pushed myself back from the microphone for a second because I think I might get, start yelling. When have you ever been in a situation where you've needed more than one fork, one knife? I'll give you the one spot, maybe. Steak knife. I like when they bring you the steak knife. Yeah, like, you're yeah. the big daddy. You ordered a fucking steak. Slice that shit in half with this giant knife. I like that. Wait. Scott, you what? expect Salad me? fork? You expect no, me to use the same fork, the same fork of my salad that I use on my on my pasta? Yeah. It's I, like you're scratching like your <laughs> back with it. It's not like there's a back scratcher fork and a salad fork. It's all going in What food. I don't like about the formal no. silverware setup is that if you don't do it correctly, you're a laughingstock yeah, as a, well. you're a douchebag and you're classless. You, you're don't class- you know you start on the outside? No, I'm sorry, I don't. I know how to fucking... Exist in society. Exactly. I, I know how to use a fork and a knife to cut something, or a fork to eat something. And then there's always like the tiny, tiny fork. Like, what's the tiniest one for? That's for like if you shrimp. only if you have escargot or shrimp. Exactly. Yeah. You don't need a shrimp fork. This fork works fine for the shrimp. You know what I could use? Actually, I could use a kernel of rice fork. Because what happens when you get last five kernels of rice? What do you do then? You smash it on top. You ever do that? That's move? the problem. You smash it to try to get the corn kernels in between. The prongs of the fork. That's yeah. That's the problem. Not enough forks, Scott. We need more forks. No, we don't we need, need more. And forks. we need them to be for more no. and more specific things. <laughs> this is for your first two thirds of chicken parm. This is for your last one third of chicken. I parm. can almost get on board with that. But the formal setup, it's all. We're all standing on ceremony. All we really want is one fork, one knife, one spoon. And I never get why. Do you ever notice that certain people set the table with the fork and knife on like the right side instead of the left side? You ever see that setup that people will do? They'll go the opposite way. Like the sure, I must have. The yeah, people are idiots. Point. Yeah, complete jack-offs. You want left, forks, right knives, maybe a spoon. But still, formal silverware setup, motherfucker of invention. That guy just wanted to sell silverware, mostly yep. to married couples. I have mine in boxes they were right like, now at home. <laughs> there are four of us in our family, and we already have four forks. And the guy was like, mm-mm. You may have one per person, but do, what are you eating salad with? Yeah. That? What are you eating escargot with? What are you eating your shrimp? <laughs> also, by, by the way, a lot of the time you're serving a meal, like you'll do, they'll do the full setup, and then you're only getting, you don't even need all the shit that's there. Right. Have you ever seen the thing where they'll bring out like a plate and then another plate and some forks, and you eat a salad and then they clear away like 19 things? They just run off with like half the fucking setup and bring you back a whole nother Yeah, they bring one. it back anyway. They bring they back bring a bunch of one. other shit. Half of it is presentation. Yeah, I'm all, you know what? I'm okay. <laughs> Doesn't make me more hungry. I'm okay with if soup is being served, there being one of those wide soup spoons. I'm okay with that you're also. You're with a soup spoon. I like a soup spoon. But, but they don't, don't usually put spoons out, do they? No, they bring you that usually when, yeah. when you have the but soup. But you could get by with a cereal spoon. I could. Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. You'd be okay if it was just a spoon. Excuse me, can I get a soup spoon, please? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what, Jesus Christ, where am I? What kind of establishment is this? So anyway, that's an MF for invention. Mm-hmm. MF for invention. Uh, we got, uh, we had, we had a good one here, I think. <laughs> Somebody might have sent in something half worth it. Uh, this one, Nick in LA says, restaurants that serve soda in a bottle instead of a cup to force you to pay mm. for a refill. Yeah, fuck you. That fountain costs nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a jerk off. Everyone, well, yeah, everyone knows you. And also, a lot of the time, you're not even supposed to be reselling those things. Not for resale. Ever seen that? 
kids at home. Yeah. You can't just go to a Costco, buy a thousand bottles of Coca-Cola, and then resell them to me for five bucks. That's price gouging. Oh, but they can. Shit. Apparently they, they can, do. and they do. <laughs> uh, this is one we were t- we uh, got rid of already. Mm-hmm. This MF for Invention. He's already been called out, but uh, this is from Dustin. We haven't done it on this show. Dustin loves our show, has a quick MF for us. How about the guy that decided it was necessary to put a million pins in dress shirts before you buy them? I mean, really, who is this helping? That son of a bitch probably had stock in every pin manufacturer on the planet. So yeah, from Dustin. That, yeah, that, we did that one. We covered it pretty well, but still, we appreciate it. Uh, absolutely. Those pins are just murder. They are just murder. Uh, Ryan. That's what happened to Pinhead in Hellraiser, actually. That's he just right. got a bunch of dress shirts. <laughs> he put them on too fast. <laughs> ah! New job today! Ah! Torture everyone for eternity. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hated that one. That one scared the fuck out that of me. One's really wow, that one's really messed up. Clive Barker is a sick fuck, fuck out of me. Yeah. I hated that thing. Pinhead was just like, what the hell? He's real creepy. Who can come up with that? Uh, Ryan, Ryan called it by the wrong thing, but whoever invented the bathroom attendant is an MF of invention. Hustlers, man. They're hustlers. They turn a dollar out of 15 cents. I, mean, that is am- that is I think they have those in like girl restrooms. You know what was weird? I, when we, we, were in, we were in Philadelphia for uh, Noah's wedding. They had one in that shitty sports bar that me, you, Clinton Alexander went to eat Sometimes at. I think the guys just oh, show oh, up. the cockroaches yeah. on the table? Yeah, I show up in the... I show Not up one in the, the yeah. girls' room. Exactly, but there was a dude at a sports bar. I'm sure just he just wasn't there. drunk? So, it was, yeah, that place was dirty. Hustlers, I'm telling you. Frank, Frank gave us a good MFR. Okay. Now, sometimes MFRs are things like the guy who invented or this or whatever. But sometimes they're actual products, Frank printed out a, an article for us about how a guy has figured out how to make a Dorito taco, and they're going to be selling him a Taco Bell. Wasn't that a while ago? I don't know. It's, like the it shell matter. is a Dorito? The cover charge was invented a while ago, so it doesn't. it's not necessarily it's still a bad invention. Yeah. So yeah, the, uh, the taco at Taco Bell may end up being a Dorito. That would be a huge MF of invention. Don't me- first of all, don't mess with it. It ain't broke. As far as I'm concerned, the Taco Bell taco is the perfect food. There's nothing they can do to it. It is delicious. I'll give them that. It really? reaches, it's delicious food. It reaches yeah. the pinnacle of tastiness at tomatoes and sour cream. Mm-hmm. That that's what supreme means. It doesn't get higher than. There's no Dorito supreme. Yeah. No. Dorito is higher than supreme. It's the only word. Yeah. I will say, almost anything at Taco Bell is an MF or invention that only benefits the inventor in some way, because it is killing you slowly. Our food supply is but so tainted and disgusting, very, and that is but very, I'm very yeah, happy Taco Bell is It's killing you softly. <laughs> but I'm also very happy and satisfied to be killed by it. Yeah. So it's not a true MF or except for this, because I wouldn't like this. It's killing you softly, Lauren Hill style. You're feeling that. You're feeling the feelings that she emotes on that song while you're eating a Taco Bell burrito. I got one more, Scott. I, I don't know if you want to do your last one. Up. I got I will, one yeah, more. for sure. Uh, the guy mm-hmm. who made the switch from the instant sweepstakes winner, like on the soda cup or the bag of chips or the Snickers bar, mm-hmm. and made it so that you have to enter the code online. Oh, God damn this oh, person. Yeah, There's bullshit. no more, like, you can't just be like, hey, I just want a free Snickers bar. So he's like, I have to fucking go to Mars.com and <laughs> type in, type yeah. in and oh, like God. scan my fucking birth certificate, <laughs> <laughs> do 17,000 capture codes yeah. to type in and be like, sorry, you're not a winner. But you do have one. You did get one and a half snick points. It makes it so boring too. It's like you take the cap off of a twenty ounce Coca Cola now, and the inside of it just looks like yeah. That's probably how they marked it. It's just like a tattoo. Right. It's like a Holocaust yeah. tattoo. Is that the, on is that the, the serial number? Uh, or is it a contest? Yeah. Is that the expiration date, or should I go online and punch this in somewhere? <laughs> what do I do? You, yeah, you look at it, and it's so boring that you don't want to do it. You don't even engage. No. You just look and you go. Oh, it could be worth it. it seriously, could say on the outside, you could win a million dollars if you text this, and you look at it. And you're just, this is so 
But what is this thing? Right. I don't care. It's so stupid. I'm not texting this. Tell me now. I'll give you all my information if I want something. But let me know. Mm. Actually, you know what? I just thought of another MFR that's related to this. Giving away a free song download from some fucking bullshit bunk site. Yeah. Whoever thought about that, I'm going to sign up on your stupid... I have iTunes, thank you. I'd rather pay a dollar than give you all my information for your for free download of fucking John Legend. Yeah. Don't care. <laughs> Don't need John Legend. Don't free need... That if I want John Legend that bad, I'll pay for it. I will it. pay for John Legend. Is that glitchy that on the way here, I was on the phone with my mom, and she was telling you about how much she loves John Legend? Yeah, of course, that's people. a glitch. Yeah, <laughs> definitely is. Huge glitch in the Matrix. That's weird. Scott, you got another MF invention? I do. Tapas. The guy who invented Tapas. Sorry, Spanish people. Sorry, Spanish guy who invented Tapas. I feel like the how fact that we've all now? embraced <laughs> Tapas, and as like and like, there's a thing called American Tapas right now. First of all, there's no such thing Wait, Scott, as I, American Tapas. I was hoping that there was a restaurant I could go to where I would get very unsatisfyingly small portions of food, but not only would they be small, I was hoping you could charge me more for them. Out the ass for them. Then you charge for regular portions of food. Is there any way <laughs> that I could invent a restaurant like this, a.k.a. a license to print money? Yeah. <laughs> it has gotten to the point where I'm just like, we have let Hitler take Poland. When we all said, when we all were just like, yep, tapas is a thing. Tapas is a thing we all love. We all have to take our dates out to tapas bars. Everyone pays a bajillion dollars for three fucking pieces of toast with some liver on them. And then we all just go home and cry into our pillows that we're still starving, but we can't afford any more food because we spent it all on tapas. That's what happens every time I go over a have, tapas. You know what you have to do on the way home? Stock a, stop at Taco Bell, get the Dorito taco. Yeah. <laughs> and you're all good. That's going to be way more satisfying. Everywhere tapas. is tapas now. There's no fucking place where you just get like a steak. It's always hanger steak sliced for four, which is nothing, by the way. I was it's, wondering it's like the sole of a shoe. I was wondering if instead of getting a regular hamburger for nine ninety five, you could give me two very small hamburgers, you know, the size of a quarter each, and make it fifteen ninety five. Can you do that for me? Can you, you please? As Thank long you as so they have cute little buns to go with it. <laughs> You know, like, well, you know what sliders used to be? It was like three sliders, six bucks. Yeah. That's like three sliders, 18 bucks. Fuck you. Yep. No. You they, can't just make the burger smaller and then charge me more for it. It doesn't even make sense. You know why? It's because they got Ray Zielinski back there with his, with his shrinking machine. <laughs> A lot of overhead. <laughs> shrinking those cheeseburgers down. <laughs> Honey, I shrunk the tapas. <laughs> If you showed me, if you showed someone a graph, if you showed someone a graph of tapas versus regular food, and the inverse proportion at which you are paying versus the size of so the food, so many people just like took out. He said inverse proportion. And they're like, done. Oh, seriously, you know those like infographics they show, oh, yeah. like tapas versus regular people food. <laughs> <laughs> the x and y axis don't line up. Done with. <laughs> done with tapas. Agreed. Okay. All right. Who else well, we got? Those. That's it. We don't have any others sent in. We definitely have some other ones sent in. We do. Oh yeah, there was a bunch. There was there was a good one that I got. Oh go hold back on, to. sorry. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Kevin says the flu shot. The only time in the last fifteen years I've gotten the flu is the year I got a flu shot. All the doctors recommend them, and I hear countless stories of people getting sick right after they get a flu shot. This is something that people are like diametrically opposed on, right? What vaccines in general? No, not vaccines. Flu in general, but the flu shot. Yeah, the flu shot's a big thing. It's a big talking do point. It. You have to idiots. get it. You can't get it. No one's yeah. in between. No one's like, ah, eh, get it if you want it. Don't do it. Yeah, no, it's true. It is. It's like a big. It's a big sticking point. I think it's going to be in the GOP debates, probably. Yeah, flu I don't. Shots. I don't know. I'm kind of a fence trailer when it comes to flu shots. I don't know if I can get behind this being an MFR or not. I think vaccines in general are probably a good thing. I mean, is this guy a doctor? If not, how can we make it an MFR infection? What the fuck does he know? <laughs> right. No shit. He's going on what, the one time I got the flu. So I got a flu shot. Otherwise, that, that's great. Pretty small sample well, who, size who given would, the population that gets the flu. Who would benefit from the flu shot? 
Because they're everywhere. It's not like just, oh, the doctor. No, Dr. Flu. Well, no, the, yeah, Dr. Flu. Oh, oh, oh. Dr. Polio. How could I forget? <laughs> Dr. Jonas Polio. Uh, Smitty says, uh, Huff Stapes Bray, keep up the good work because of you. I at least get to enjoy two hours of my hellish community each week. Here's an MF of invention. Mm-hmm. Starting lineup figures. I don't have any myself, but you guys were talking about them a few episodes ago, and I thought that they would fit this category very nicely. I agree. They're a toy that's not even a toy that's marketed to people who want toys and then are disappointed by it because the arms don't move. They don't do anything. They're terrible. Agreed. Mother effort of invention, sort of. It's a collectible marketed as a toy. Yeah. You know? And it's not really a toy. Uh, we got some old MFers. I'm going to fire through a bunch I, There's of some them. new ones over here on the Twitter, though, that I want to do. Oh, Twitter. Quick. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, there's some. Uh, this guy, uh, Josh Lee 1090 on Twitter, said, two-piece jar lids. Why separate the thread from the top lid to get grape jelly under my fingernails? Yeah. I mean, we're out of the fucking the days of things needing to be jarred that way to like yeah. make actually preserve them and stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's idiotic. Just selling more metal. Another person just trying to get a little extra money. Yeah, it's one more thing to drop, to have to clean up. I'm sure the salsas that come in that, like Green Mountain Gringo, comes in one of those things. First yep. of all, it's confusing as hell when you first take it off. You think you broke it. You're all disappointed. <laughs> Can't even enjoy you salsa. broke salsa. Yeah. <laughs> I broke salsa. <laughs> this is terrible. Um, Murdoch C, Murdoch underscore C, push button for crosswalk. It gives you hope that the light changes sooner, but doesn't really do anything. I think we've done that one in the past, yes. We've done the ele- elevator door. I don't know that we've done the crosswalk. It's the, you know It's that same thing as the extra button on the Atari joystick. You think it's going to do something else, but it does the same thing as the other button. <laughs> uh, Justin G. Hendricks, the atomic bomb, and any Android device made by Motorola to date, oh, and 3D haunted houses, WTF is that? I don't even know what any of those things are. I think all those things had, had a purpose. Okay. Okay. All right, go ahead. You want to get some old ones? Some really old ones, but this is good. Elmar says, the guy who invented the computer virus. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex says... Uh, relish in the squeeze bottle. Now, I think in general, squeeze bottles are amazing yep. for ketchup and mustard, but listen, I know we have in Canada, it's fucking stupid. It's a solid, but we're expected to get it through the tiny hole in the bottle, but all that comes out is the delicious but not entirely useful pickly juice that isn't relish and mm. makes my burgers soggy. What do you that use for- relish? Who uses relish? Relish, you know, I'm not going to judge the relish use. I, I, <laughs> use. I think that this is, uh, this is exactly an MF invention. Okay, we won't judge the relish yush, but I think it's gross. Uh, Huffin Stapes, who's this? Hello, Huffin Stapes? Yes, hello. Welcome to the program. Hey, this is uh, Chris from Jersey again. I remembered my... Uh, I didn't remember, actually, but uh, I have a MFers of invention. Do you, what, you didn't remember it? You, remember, you thought <laughs> of a new no, one? You guys, you guys sparked my imagination. I got a new one. Okay, perfect. What is it? All right, the spork. Nothing is ever easier to eat with a spork. The spork. Okay, now here's the thing. When he first mm-hmm. said spork, I was like, no, fuck it. I use a spork all the time. I like the spork. You use it all the time? What are you, like, raiding middle school lunches? <laughs> that where you no, eat? Sporks come, you know, they come sporks with K- they come with KFC and they come mm. with Popeyes, which are two okay. of my favorite foods. All right. Now, <laughs> food two of my favorite food groups. KFC uh, <laughs> and Popeyes are two of my favorite foods. Awesome. However, it's so good to have you back. It's so good to have you back, even if you steal all the glory. However, what the point that Chris is trying to make here is that the spork does nothing that the spoon and the fork don't already do. Right. But it does combine the two of them. It's sort of right. the opposite of my complaint earlier. Yeah. So it kind of works on some level. Yeah. They just I, put a spork out in front of people instead of the whole I think that setup. Chris may be irritated by sporks, but I don't know if the guy who invented the spork is really an MF for yeah, an invention. The only, the only thing that the spork does is half the cost 
of the person who's buying the sport because they don't have to buy a fork and a spoon. But Ooh, you, are you ever point. eating something and you're like, oh, this would be so much easier with a spork? <laughs> That's like, exactly. So you're backing him up. No, I'm, I'm asking. I don't know. Is no, there I think the answer is no. I would say a spork would be the best. Some people might say yes. It does work awfully well with coleslaw because it's a sporky kind of food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Never, I don't know. You would never eat. You would never eat soup with a spork. You can't hold as much soup. It's true. It is. It's obviously made to combine, so they don't have to distribute yeah. both a fork and a knife. It is sort of an MF invention, really, to the yeah, definition. It was meant to save money okay, and make fine. money. Let's for give the it seller. to him. Let's give it. To I him. give it to you, sir. Thank you for the phone call. All right, thank you. All right, buddy. Thanks, Chris. Awesome. Let's give it to him. Thanks, man. All right. We will try, uh, although I'm about to lose another job after that phone call. Do we want to do story time, or we want to do some more of these, or I what? need to do an email. Okay. We've got to do this one email, because you asked me to save it for oh, when you yeah, got yeah, back, so I absolutely must do this email. And then, also, I'm getting some pretty interesting tweets from your homegirl, SG Moxie, right now. That oh, maybe I want to bring that up real quick. She just retweeted someone saying, we support hashtag nudity. Fuck NDAA. Who's the NDAA? I don't know. Is someone trying to shut down nudity? I also support nudity. What the hell? Why not? <laughs> why I do not, not know. I don't know what's going on with Moxie. Okay. Well, check it out. Ask mm. her why she's worrying about nudity. Ask her who's trying to shut down nudity in general. That guy sucks. What was the name of the person? <laughs> what was the name of the person who? Uh, shit. I have oh, all the things I'm mad about, but I don't have. Uh, I don't have this girl's email. It was a young lady. I know it was, and I had it. God damn it, Diane. son of a bitch. God. Damn it. <laughs> oh, here it is. Stephanie. Okay. From Stephanie. Says, um, where the hell is it? This is awesome. Let's see. Oh, you know what? I hate this new Mac mail. It like makes me uh, hide shit that I don't want to. So I'm going to bring it back to her original email. Let's see here. It disappeared. Here it is. Okay, perfect. No, where the fuck did it go? It disappeared on me, Joe. Her name is Stephanie. Okay. Look up Stephanie Wait, on I your email. It. I don't know why it won't show up for me. This sucks. Are you sure it's Stephanie? Yeah. It's definitely Stephanie. It's right God. here. Damn it. This is, and it is pretty awesome. It's worth it. Your namesakes? Yeah, yep, here we exactly. go, Stephanie. Yeah. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Here we go. I've been listening to you guys for a long time and love have loved the show and all of its iterations. Congrats on Toad Hop. I work at a natural history museum, and I've actually written you guys once or twice over the years. Anyway, one of the projects I've been on for years is the reintroduction of the Peregrine Falcon into the Midwestern U.S. and Canada. Mm-hmm. Peregrines went extinct in the Midwest in the 60s due to DTT, yada, yada, yada. This year we had 13 active nests. Sorry, we have to truncate just a little bit. It's a long email. Well, uh, her team, you have to mention, her team tracks the growing population in Illinois as part of a larger project. There you go, Scott. Do you want to take it yeah, over? Yeah, I'll take it over. <laughs> so this year we had 13 active nests and 28 babies. As part of our job, we put leg bands on all the new chicks so they can be tracked over their lifetime. Most of our falcons nest on the outside of skyscrapers, and so we work very closely with building management so we have access to the roofs and the outside ledges of the buildings. Uh, every year, our team leader lets team members name one or two of these chicks. This year, I had a female and two males to name. It sounds dopey now that I'm typing it, but I decided to name them Stapes, Huff, and Bray. Yes. <laughs> It's uh, Huff and Stapes. Stapes the Peregrine <laughs> Falcon is one of the attached pictures. Unfortunately, we were down one team member when we were banding at the Broadway building, so I had my hands full the entire time and wasn't able to snap any pics of Bray or Huff. God. Who do you think she snapped a picture of, though? Stapes. However, 
They look pretty much like the birds in the Stapes picture. I also included screenshots of the database entries used by all the scientists in Canada and the U.S. that work on this project. I'm really busting your balls. This is so cool. So I wanted to let you know that you had peregrine falcons somewhere out there as namesakes. Hopefully it brings you guys luck. If you're ever bored or get curious, some of my photos from this year's peregrine season are here. So we have birds named after us, which is so cool. cool. Yeah, very cool. Falcons named after us. That is awesome. And uh, actually, I should read the end because it was very, very sweet. Um, So that'll give you an idea of what your falcons will look like this time next year. Anyway, continued good luck to you and Huff uh, and Jackie. I am genuinely sorry to hear about your father, Scott. You were handling the whole thing with an inspiring amount of grace, Steph. So thank you for everything. Seriously, this is awesome. If you look at the database thing, it's right there in print. There's a Midwest peregrine falcon named Huff. (laughs) Named Stapes and named Bray. <laughs> the picture of mine looks like it's masturbating in a corner, by the way. <laughs> it does. <laughs> that is so good. It really does. He's all hunched over. He's oh, like really into it. Now. He looks like, well, for those of you on the. Oh there my it is. God, it there's is. Stapes. It looks like he's hunched that was over, like jerking you, off in the corner. I hope like people out there can see. Bray in the corner going, oh, God damn it, Oh my Stapes. God. God damn it, Stapes. Stop jerking off behind a pillar again. <laughs> I think the Pixar people should get a hold of this story, make a movie about Huff, Stapes, and Bray. It'll be, called, it'll be called Morning Zoo. <laughs> Think about it, it's perfect. That was a million dollar idea I just gave away. Morning Zoo definitely coming out. M O U R N, and it'll be about Scott's dad. <laughs> God. Aww. So, anyway, uh, Stapes, Huff, and Bray are peregrine falcons. We wish them long life on the sides of si- side scrapers, uh, skyscrapers. Seems like that'll actually work out for them very well. Uh, that was so cool, though. Thank you, Steph. I love having birds named after I'm going to tell people that sometimes I live on a skyscraper. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, just hang out. I just hang out up there sometimes. That's awesome. Do we have any other emails show. to do or no? we got a couple minutes left of the show. I got, uh, we can do old emails. I, we could tell uh, really quick So here. many things we could do. Really quick here. Yeah. My toilet's been broken in my apartment. Oh, gross. Yeah. But don't, I haven't been <laughs> using it. I have two, luckily I have two bathrooms in my apartment. I'm very lucky in that respect. But I'm oh, a little lazy to job. go. I'm a little lazy to go upstairs, so I've been peeing in my sink. <laughs> I don't know why I even have a toilet. Oh, <laughs> it's so much better. There's no splash. You've been peeing in the. It's sink. like it's built for peeing in it. Kitchen sink or bathroom? Bathroom sink. sink. Oh, okay. Come like, on, that's be disgusting. Peeing in the bathroom sink. You, you set your little sack right up on the edge there. You don't you don't have to worry about like in the morning, you know what I mean? It's like combined sitting down and standing up in a way. You know, in the morning it just goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's none of that because it's just there gently. When you if you need to cut it off for any reason, you just sort of lower your sack a little bit, it cuts it off perfectly. I don't even so know. nasty. I mean, it's like having a little urinal. I'm really glad we don't do the show out of Joe's apartment anymore. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why? Why not just call a plumber? I wouldn't be able to. Wash well, no, sleep. the landlord's handling it. But uh, in the meantime, I gotta I gotta let loose. You know what I mean? Okay, so I think this is gross, right? Kidneys. I think this is a little gross. You obviously think it's a little bit gross. Uh, yeah. We're out in the other room before you got <laughs> here in the green room, and everyone in there's like, "Yup, oh, that's peed in the sleep before, definitely." Oh yeah, not no, only no that, problem. Right? Like, they were like agreeing with Joe, like, Frank, "That's not that gross." That's Frank's that idea, actually. Well, like if you were drunk, I get it, but Frank's like, idea actually was to then shit in the shower, smash it down the drain, and you don't need a toilet at all. <sighs> I was like, this is not is a conversation that, that wealthy here? people have. Wealthy people don't have this conversation. I kind of feel like even when I'm wealthy, I'll have this conversation. No, you won't. You'll just call a plumber, like a normal person, and have them fix it and not piss in your sink. Do you have a second toilet? Yeah. So why aren't you pissing in that? It's just all the way up the stairs. <laughs> oh, my God. You are, you are, that is unbelievable. Sometimes I don't want to let her cool off that long, you know what I mean? You if should I don't get back in the room quick, toilet. she can pass out drunk. i got to be in there to keep her awake. Oh. 
There's got to be something wrong with pissing in this tank. That's got to somehow be affecting my water supply. Huff and Stapes, who's this? Hello. You're the only one on the phone. Hello? Hello. Huff and Stapes, who's this? This is the sound of me losing my job on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Just need to double check that number. Yeah. I think you should be peeing on the upstairs one. Sorry. Yeah. No, nah, I like the sink. I might. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is when the toilet's fixed, I'll probably continue to use the sink. I think... It's a waterless no. urinal. They just came out with these a couple years ago. I have one. It's called my sink. <laughs> I don't uh, like those waterless things. Those are disgusting. We have one of those in our, in our office. Ugh. Love those. Terrible. Because not only they do I feel like I'm relieving myself of urine, but also like I'm helping the environment at the same time. All right. What are we doing about a show next week? What do we got to tell the people? Are we going to oh. be here Tuesday night? We can't figure that out. What? Oh, you're leaving. That was no, like a I mean, I'm gonna, no, I'm asking. I'm right, probably going to be here. Okay, hold on. Hello? Hello. Hello. Cool. You're um, on the air. Hello. Okay. Whatever. Okay. So fired? basically, uh, I can change my my flight is leaves Tuesday right. during the day. Mm-hmm. I can change it, which I don't mind doing. Spend a couple of bucks on Kanye for just one and a half Kanye seats. I can change my flight and fly out the next day, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm willing to do for the show. Preferably, if we could do the show somehow on Monday. All right, we're going to have to ask Frank about that. Either That'll way, there'll be a show next Frank, week. Frank, this is be Monday or Tuesday. You, by the way. Yeah. yeah, we're just putting you, on the air. <laughs> putting you on the spot on the air. All right, either way, we'll have a show next Monday uh, or Tuesday night. Just uh, stick around. Check out our Twitter, at HuffStapes, if you want to see the latest details on the radio show. That is how you can always find us. Uh, or Facebook.com slash HuffAndStapes. Wait, so you're leaving again next week? I think, uh, well, we're all leaving for Christmas. Yep. Kind of thing. Oh, oh, it's one of those. Yeah. Um... So I think next week what we're going to do, we're going to have my folks on to talk about Harold and Kumar. Okay. Christmas. Nice. I think we should do truth and advertising with our favorite holiday commercials. Okay. Uh, so if you guys have any good ones you want to send us. We're not talking about funny commercials, by the way. They're funny on their own. We're talking about commercials that either people don't realize are funny or commercials that are bad. And not really local commercials either, but like big budget commercials that are like glaringly ridiculous things about them. Ones we don't need. Walmart Black Friday commercials had a lot of black people in them. We got that one. Um, so don't bother with that. The one but, where uh, the girl was singing, um, it's Black Friday, it's Black Friday. Yeah, boy, stuff, boy. stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, truth in advertising, and uh, my folks are going to call in about Harold and Kumar. Cool. Um, I just want to give an update from my roommate yeah. at the Jay-Z um, Kanye concert. Yeah. Um, they haven't done it yet, but... She said he cry. He was like talking about his mom, and then talking about how much of an asshole he is for like seven minutes. Huh? And then he did heartless. We didn't get any of that. Oh yeah, he, he did always do heartless though. Yeah, he yeah he's like, I'm an asshole, and she's just like, it's fucking lame. But <laughs> it is pretty lame. Yeah. So they haven't even done that yet. Well, but yeah. Well, she so she apologizes for being such a drunk half and states correspondent. Next <laughs> next week next week we'll also have an update on how many times they played N words in Paris. Yeah, African American gentleman in Paris. Maybe I'll try and get Brittany to come by. Cool, sounds good. Awesome sauce. Thanks guys for tuning in. <laughs> at Huff Stapes is the Twitter account. At Toad Hop Network is where you can find all the network of shows, which will be uh, live from the John Lovitz Podcast Theater, the John Lovitz Comedy Club at Universal City Walk. In 2012. So you'll have next week. And when we come back, most likely in the first couple weeks of 2012, we'll be live from a comedy club. How crazy is that? You know what we do next week, Scott? we got to call your boss and have someone who speaks Spanish pretend to be you. Holy shit, that is the best idea ever. Good call. That is seriously a fucking great idea. You're just like, hey, hey, I just wanted to show you how my Spanish was going. And this is like, buenos dias, como esta? And they just 
done. I think Cliff can speak Spanish. No, he can't. Yes, he can. can possibly do that too. I think he can. I'm talking like a like a guy that's clearly a native Spanish speaker. Yeah, that would be sick. We are working on that. Frank, what's your gardener doing next week? (laughs) (laughs) Aww. All right. uh, Yeah, Facebook.com slash Huffin States and Facebook.com slash Toad Hop Network. Seriously, support the network, guys. That is the only way for this show to grow. We'd like to start doing more weeks in 2012. And live shows with them. More nights in 2012. The only way to do that is if you guys hook us up. Demand. Supply and demand. We will supply if you demand. <laughs> Until next week, you can email the show, us at huffandstapes.com, us at huffandstapes.com. Big thanks to Lewis in the other room on the ones and twos, Nicholas on the threes and fours, Jackie Bray, our news girl. We didn't give you a lot of love on the news tonight, but you did a great job. No. Glad thanks. you came down here. Thank you, Jackie. Up here. Yeah. Well, she participates in more of the show than just the news now. So. For sure. Nobody I think this is what we should me. do. We're obviously faking them out. We've gone. You've two, earned it exactly. <laughs> We've gone two minutes late right now. Maybe what we should do is put on an endless loop of Daft Punk, and we can get a third hour out of the show by just pretending <laughs> like we're doing Daft Punk. Because this is the longest fucking outro ever. We just keep talking about shit. It's like, oh yeah, let's read another email. Actually, we have it's a so caller. We have a caller right now. Huffin Stage, who's this? Hello, you're on the air. Hello, it's the same. Hey, hello. Okay, you're an idiot. Oh, no, he just had a bad connection. Oh, uh, whatever. Uh, I don't think you're an idiot. <laughs> Stop it. Get you're my the back. famous handsome Get my guy. Back of course you I don't. think you should have chosen someone other than Metro PCS. <laughs> <laughs> How long will they let us do this before they cut us off at Knox Solutions? Not much longer. Do we have any other segments? We, what was the third news story, Jackie? To thwart porn, oh. college is buying up triple X domains. Good luck yeah. with that. They're already bought up most of them. You can guarantee Harvard.XXX is taken. However, I have University of Phoenix Online.XXX and DeVry.XXX already purchased. Really? So if you guys want to make some some tech magnet school porn, we're fucking in. Really? No, of course not. Oh. It's a good bit, though, right? <laughs> All right, until next week, I'm Scott Huff saying so long from Los Angeles. Wait, we have more callers. Huff and Staves, who's this? Hello? Yep. It's that same person who pops the phone every Hub and time. Saves, who's this? Okay, that's amazing. We're getting a lot of calls from people who uh, clearly don't have functioning telephones. All right, we're out of here. I'm Scott Hub saying so long from Los Angeles. We'll see you next week on the Hub and Saves radio program. Joe Stapleton has one thing left to say. Smell you later. Hub and Staves, Tuesday nights at 9 Pacific, only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.